Okay. I wonder if I should have a little space banjo music in the background as I intro this. Let's do it. Um, so, we reconvene our session. The party had successfully infiltrated the Onyx Fangs vault where they kept um, a lot of their stash of recent robberies and heists and forcible takings. They, um, unbeknownst to them, a group of stealthy individuals broke into their <laughs> into their vault and was able to ascertain the location of a of a chest that had been taken from the Archive of Truth. And inside that chest was the Anthology of the Dragon Oasis, a tome that you, <clears throat> you were trying to recover to make sure that the information inside it would not fall into the wrong hands. And while you retrieved the tome, you were able to uh, note that several pages discussing the right that was required to resummon a an old uh, an old godlike entity into the oasis were, has, is missing and no doubt is has been taken to the altar of prosemony Draj in the uh, oasis itself and who knows what dark rites are being performed there or already have been performed there but in the process of doing that, you also obtained several tomes. In, in one of the tomes, the Diabolical Codex that Flinnegan was able to identify, a prophecy written um, in there was catching his eye. He wasn't quite able to ascertain exactly what it is. But um, remembering the the prophecy you had also seen back in the Yuanti um ruins underneath the sands you know that uh something something foul is coming upon the entire vast land something of of old and ancient uh bonds and agreements is attempting to make its way back into the material plane from the depths of the abyss and now the party is is faced with a choice. You're you are in the uh, desert capital of the of the Dragonborn in Shanka Loren, and after getting the information you needed to Jebri Withelhad, one of the Archive of Truth's contacts here, um, you are now now facing a choice. It's something that is uh, a little. You've, you've always had a pretty clear direction in the past uh, several no weeks. <laughs> and in the background, Othidius is is raising a finger with absolute sincereness of no swabs. And uh, I'll turn over said discussion to you guys. What is your deal with no swabs? You see what they do to my hair and my clothes, and then I smell bad. I end up smelling like you. It's not pretty. You smell bad anyway. That's only because your nose is broken. Makes the disturbed usually smells like roses. That's a good point. He does smell like roses. That's true. Less so recently, though. What do you say there? Well, nothing's worse than a dirty rose. <laughs> what are we doing? We're already here. 
rather than travel all the way back to the Middlelands, we could just uh, go pop into the swamp. The swamp. Ah! What am I saying? The oasis. I'm having apparently Technical some issues. difficulties with loading some of these maps I put in here. Yeah, I said something about performing Otto's Irresistible Dance. Um, yeah, something I know way too much about. That was the, uh, like, the timeline we're trying to figure is that it was, because it was like a less than a week ago, right, that they, the place was hit and the vault was taken, right? Correct. And so sometime, somewhere in there, they, the, what, sign of Sandor or whatever he's called, disciple of Sandor was the one that wanted the book. So somewhere in there, they've gotten their information. That seems like that might be the more immediate. Uh, there might actually be, because we're already hearing, the zombies are already attacking, and we already know there's a bunch of disciples, there's all a bunch of uh, Yanti out in the desert, along with cultists. But maybe, maybe we can stop what's happening in the Oasis. The desert is sandy and is very itchy. Yeah, and sand gets everywhere. Sand gets everywhere. Yep. It's well, it, it's not that way in the oasis, that's for sure. Now, what we have to ascertain is oasis a fancy name for swamp? Well, it's a uh, wet no, area in the middle of the desert. Rainforest is just a swamp without the extra mud. Still does horrible things to my hair. I don't know. I'm going to go chat up the barmaid. You guys figure out what's going on. Uh, in theory, some of the information we've gathered will be going to... I guess the gibbery will be going to people who it might help. Uh, might help with what's going on in the swamp. Well, I say we trick him. We tell him he's going to the oasis, but take him to a swamp anyway. Well, so far, I remember, I'm, no? I'm not really impressed with this whole map thing. I'm just getting errors all over the place trying to do this. Mm-hmm. Would you like to go uh, to the old standby? No, I mean, we, we probably want to go to that like I just tried to delete one it's weird like didn't it work fine the last time we played it did like in the Vastland map it'll error and then if I hit retry it will work and then the Vastland map will be here but I like I just deleted the, the Shanka Loren map and have you tried turning it on and off again well um, <laughs> no uh, I'm going to try to back out D&D &D Beyond all the way. Just so you know, guys, two cans of SpaghettiOs is too many SpaghettiOs. Two cans? Seriously? Oh, That's two a lot cans of SpaghettiOs. With meatballs. 
Danke, Gott. That's the crime shame. I know, but I'm not telling anybody. Well, I see how you are. Like, specifically, the cannon cave and stuff, and the... looking for a certain file structure or something no like you i've already uploaded these but i'm gonna just delete the canner cave and map out I'm gonna, even from the upload area and i'm gonna delete the shock and lorraine try uploading one seeing it yeah yep okay Then went gray. And did it load up to Canter Cave? Just for me. Okay. Uh, yeah. And now the vast lands? Yep. Okay. And then the internet crashed. Yeah, probably. Alright, well, I just re-uploaded them, like pulled them out of the upload portion and just re-put them in, so. Okay! Maybe they got corrupted or something. Well, somehow. So anyway, hopefully the battle maps and stuff is, so I'll just do the same thing with those. So if you look um, just a little north of the amphitheater of all, that would be 11 on the map here, to the north-west uh, of that, is essentially the area that you guys are in. You're in a very, very posh inn. The uh, mm. the term of your 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 time is pretty much ended. No. And um, are they wanting to change the beds again? Wait a second. He paid. I thought he paid for a week. And we only made it for like two days. Who did? Didn't Alphinius? I could have. Wouldn't it a week? Oh, I don't remember, to be honest with you. This has been months ago. I'm not, I'm not either, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm anyway. sure our one viewer can tell us later. Yes. <laughs> That'll be me I know, if I replay I know he paid. I know he paid for a tail armor that was supposed to be ready in a week, and it hasn't been a week. That's true. That was, 
Well, yeah. That yeah. would be... Uh, yeah, that would be our tiefling friend. Gotta protect the tail, man. I do have a nice tail. That's what all the ladies say. So what is your guys' plan? What do you want to do? Go pick up my tail armor. Okay. It's not going to be ready for a couple of days. I just finished saying it's been two days. He said it would be ready in a week. It's intricately made, you know. So, is there like a help wanted board somewhere? Yeah, in the oasis. It's attached right to this place. <laughs> um. Stop trying to think disturbed. Go over there and think about your tailor. Yeah, it has been a while. That's why I'm trying. I'm trying to rack my brain. I've looked at my notes, but I didn't. wasn't very good with my notes, apparently. Or at least I've. Or I don't oh. have the right notebook. So you uh, somebody wrote notes. So you I did you put in them. the gameplay notes section. Um, you did put in the Yuanti prophecy that you guys found in that book, or, or scroll, yep. or whatever it was. Um, yeah, I saw that. So you have that in there. Um, don't know that we put I, I tried to make sure that any of the gameplay notes actually go in the gameplay notes now instead of the general so I don't think you want to go uh, knock on the the palace and see if anyone's home I mean we did meet the guy you did he lives right there yeah, but um, what we you don't show up to those places uninvited. That's very also very true, most likely. Oh, sure you do. I mean, hey, you, you could find yourselves back in the amphitheater. You could go down into the oasis. You could. Me go up. Fast forward and say what's been a week, and hope that uh, uh, Elthidius is scorned mm -hmm. lover doesn't <laughs> reappear. Or Althinius doesn't catch something that Which Ajax one? won't watch off? The one that can summon demons. Oh, that one! Besides, I have cure yeah. disease. I have cure disease. I can't catch anything like that. <laughs> Make sure to have it. Of course you do. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I think at some point here, uh, Flynn does want to go. Wants to go talk to Panjab again. Okay. Uh. And uh, let him know he can release the person we had him holding. Okay. And give him some information. So uh, one of the days we'll say is you guys made your way down into the bricks, the maze of sand and clay structures stacked on one another, weaving your way through the throngs of people who are occasionally noticing who you are. Um not very many have picked up oh. on it where you were wearing masks, but... I'm, uh, I'm helping with that. I'm helping. But uh, Panjed, I mean, his folks knew who you were before you went to the amphitheater of wearing masks. So, you mm -hmm. know, a few of the, those people talked, and uh, you made quite a splash. And so um, you you make your way to the, um, the location where you had last spoke with him, the small dive in the corner of the, of the bricks, and um, for brevity, I guess, is there any? What specifically did you want to let him know about? 
Well, like I said, I would have been, this would have been like the next morning, basically. Yeah. Uh, and uh, he probably probably has heard about the assault on the vault. The vault assault? Uh, but uh, I wanted to let him know that through our previous arrangement, he can they don't have to keep holding the guy anymore. They can go let him loose like we had said. Okay. Uh, and also I wanted to uh, uh, we at the end of the last session we had come up with a couple pieces of information that I held back from or at least copied before I handed it over to Jebri about the uh, Onyx Fangs uh, dealings. I want to say there was something that had something to do with with gambling habits of one of the mm -hmm. local nobles and something to do with something they had been shipping and there was somebody else who was I don't know someone important having an affair with somebody else important yep. or something you know things that would be that they could use for Black that, the, that the onyx fang had been using that now possibly the uh uh, the Iron Blades. The Iron Blades could use. So Penjed um, takes that information very seriously, and uh, you're you're in the darkened corners of the of the wet well, the the uh, the large inn slash bar that they own there. Hmm, that's very interesting. Uh, and what do you want as payment for this information? Um, well, two hundred gold. That's not what I want. <laughs> that's what I want. Uh, what? Uh, what is, you want doesn't matter. Um, I had, like I said, a month ago, so I had this figured out. Um, <laughs> uh, one, I want you to use this information. Uh, two. Uh, know that more importantly, you have this information, and the Onyx Fangs don't anymore, along with a lot of other information that they no longer have. Uh, and uh, to and I have this video. The counter, he slides something over to you, and it is a um, a, a wickedly curved-looking small wooden uh, dagger. Okay, it's not it's not two hundred gold. No, it's like um, let's say that if we're not putting a price upon this type of information. That the higher blades will owe you one. Oh? That is more or less what I'm looking for. Like I said, and, and the other thing was to was that the... Oh, shoot, I'm forgetting my name. The, uh, what's the name of his organization now? <laughs> the higher blades? No, no. Flynn's organization. Oh, the Archive of Truth. The Archive of Truth. Got you <laughs> like that. who you work for? Dude, it's been a long time. <laughs> he, he, hasn't been, been he, hasn't, he hasn't checked in in a while. <laughs> sort of like that. Actually, uh, 
is that the uh, just that it's it's not a good idea to go against the idea of truth, basically. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to threaten him. I'm right, just right. trying to point out that this is it isn't. Let's work together, uh, chums. Right. Yeah, yeah. He and he he actually they did get along with Jebri and and his um, right. That's fellow, what I figured, basically. Yeah. yeah. So he he's all for working with the archive. He understands completely what they're about. And they understand what he's about. They're not necessarily going to sugarcoat anything that he's up to, but and he knows that. Right. Um, it's more along the lines of the Onyx Fang seem to have forgotten that, and this is what happened. Exactly. Yeah. Understood. He gives, he flashes you this wide smile that only a dragonborn can, with rows of <laughs> sharpened teeth. And um, he's like, I, I. Uh, I'm already thinking of some brilliant ways to use this information for the good of everyone. Right. Inside mm. check. <laughs> okay, go ahead and give me an inside check. Eltinius mm. leans over. This is your inside talking. He's lying. <laughs> <laughs> Where is it? Yeah, I don't think he that. is, actually. <laughs> would that be under? Uh, so you, you would <laughs> have can't a... find his insight. <laughs> Gosh, is it better while since we've done this? It, you're, you have an actual insight skill, and you would you could fifteen. Do. So, yeah, you get the sense that he is actually telling the truth. Um, that truth may be very convenient and profitable for him, but he is. I mean, <laughs> he is telling the truth as to potentially helping other people by using that information. Helping. Oh, there is one other thing. We helped him. They had gotten something from down in the oasis. Does he happen to have any, uh, I want to say maps or or knowing of how to get to the altar? Ooh, boy. His, his eyes take a little apprehensive look on that one. The altar is way out past the walls. Uh, it... Uh, essentially would head north along the bend of the river until it curves to the west and then you continue going north off of that and about another day and a half of hard travel you'll arrive at the altar but you need to be aware that once you get out past the walls and even the edges of them the wildlife out there is less than forgiving Yes, yeah, we've been aware of that. Well, I think and it is a fa will be a factor in our decision whether we're doing it or not. And he kind of bows somewhat and gives you a courteous bend at the waist. He's like, understanding you have bested one of the great titans of the of the the jungle, but the it, it's a different world out there than in a contained what? environment. You mean the T Rex? Uh, yes, the the, the big li lizard. That's that's the be one of the best they got out there. I wouldn't say the best. It's definitely one of the, the ordinaries. But um, there are more cunning creatures, we'll say, out there. <laughs> yeah, there's one right here. Uh, yes, I can see that. Um, <laughs> who's that lady behind you? Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> it was like <laughs> diving for <through> windows. <laughs> <laughs> Really? <laughs> Which one? 
digging this haunting space banjo music right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to listen to it later, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna listen to it now. Where is it? There, my cat just decided to come help me write some notes. Good, good. I had to feed yeah. him in the retreat before I sat down, otherwise uh, we wouldn't have gotten far. Yeah. Clear sky. And our DM would be in the hospital. Mm-hmm. Multiple lacerations. Scroll past all of the dad bod videos. There we go. Haunting Space Banjo. Ambient Space uh, Western Chillwave. Oh. Oh. That is good, bro. Mm. <laughs> I like it. I'm working with it. Celtinus' is new hit. Playing the new 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 vibe on it. You know how you get this tune though. You you play your liar in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, Siona. <laughs> go ahead, John. I was just gonna say we're gonna have to figure out what we want to do. I think if we are going into the oasis, time is sort of of the essence. Mm-hmm. Probably, I mean, uh, because we'll I mean, be unless... in time for the the armor. Well, yeah, I mean, if we if we make it back out of the oasis, this is where we would come. What's going on in the oasis again? Is this the... They're trying to summon back the old god or something? Yes, the... disciple of Sardor wants to... wants the ritual to return Ugali, god of the Bullywogs. We've assumed that that would be so as that they could raise the army of the Bullywogs to... You know, do stuff. Bully people, probably. There's his name. I just put it into the game note, gameplay notes channel. Hey, I'm open to whatever. Uh, Storm wants to go into the Oasis just because it looks sort of like home. There we go. Well, two votes for the Oasis. Seeing how uh, the bard good for whatever I say we go to the swamp. Swamp's fine. Let's go to the swamp. Oh Let's just do my. something for I, my girl. I put my hand my on, on the bar's forehead. Yeah, Are you really. feeling alright? Well, we need to get hurrying up because I feel like my girlfriend's going to catch up to me soon and we got to get cracking. <laughs> oh, wait, sis. Let's go. She's not very nice. She yeah, we're going to have to talk about that, by the way. Talk all you want to. That doesn't mean I got to answer. Besides, you were there when I made her. Oh, that girl, seriously? Panjab's uh, hairless eyebrow raises. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not. A long this story. discussion is not happening inside yeah, yeah, the L. Yeah. It's like, whoa, 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 guys, whoa. <laughs> what you get for playing with necromagic, necroman, bad, bad magic, you horny. Disturbs roaring at the as you pass through the streets. Don't stay horny here. You know how they feel about that? Well, some of them have horns. I know. Friggin' racist or not. You sure you guys don't want to go uh, catch the circus of the seer uh, thing again? I, I like mm. the circus. What's the let's, chances? What's the chances we're hitting the same place twice? <laughs> Come on, bring your freaking flute. Let's go. So, freaking flute. I don't have a freaking flute. Uh, what is the plan here? You bringing your mounts? You going on foot? What's the deal? How far is it? 
Well, let's find well, out if mounds are even an option, and we talk to the people who know the Oasis. So you did speak to the one uh, guy that owns a business that literally goes down into the into the Oasis to capture uh, creatures to bring to the amphitheater. Yeah, yeah. yeah and he said he was going to... There would be another expedition, but probably not for a few more weeks. Yeah. Oh. But he had also mentioned that mounts are not a thing inside the jungle. Well, then I'll tell Steve to go take a break. Okay. That's the nice thing about Steve. You can just tell him to go take a break, and he goes and takes a break. You don't have to pay for him. <laughs> so you dis disappeared him, basically. Yep, he disappeared him. <sighs> Bye, Steve. Talk to you later, buddy. What are you doing with yours, Rich? And then I'm going to sit my fairy dragon on my head. <laughs> okay. Hmm. How far is it? You don't really know, but it's definitely going to be several days out there. Anybody remember what I called my fairy dragon? Because I forgot his name already. I'm going to have to make up another one. He's already had like three names. Um, would it be practical to take him or leave him, do you think? Well, you had gotten advice um, earlier in the week that mounts were not really feasible down past the It's walls. like he wasn't listening. Like, yes! um, even yes. just like a minute well, ago. When we or were like it was a long time ago. And, yeah. No, we literally were talking about it less than two minutes ago. Like you were talking? <laughs> oh, oh, my God. <laughs> Take the tin can off your head so you can hear. <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah, yes, so oh, great one. Um, time you realize that. If I if I just miss him, can I bring the same mount back? Yes. Yeah. With the fine steed, it's it's the same guy. Yeah. Yeah, you'd have to actually specify that you wanted somebody else, something else. He's okay. the one that always comes now, unless like uh, Johnson. I'll ask Whiskey. Hey, you want to go home for a while? He kind of looks at you. Would you call him Lucy? Whiskey. Whiskey. Or Jack. Sorry. Kind of bears his teeth. <laughs> is he smiling or is he? <laughs> You're not really sure. You? He's probably gonna bite you. You're it's not really sure. Yeah. Well, you're going anyway. I just miss him. So in an ethereal, would you almost hear a somewhat of like a almost an ethereal scream as he disappears? Um. So I guess we look for a little bit of information, whether it's whether we can take it from the conversation Storm had with this other guy. There's got to be a fair, relatively normal way people do go out into the Oasis. Uh, yeah, isn't there see the walls. I mean, are there, is that is what I up the north? Is that a gate in the wall up out into the Oasis or is it would be better to leave and go? from outside the wall or? so there that is a gate so what you're seeing there's um, protective measures along that but there is an official gate out there but as you notice there's no really beaten roads to it it's not something that's regularly used by just common flow of traffic um, right. it, it has massive gates um, huge metal iron cast gates uh, and it's a protective measure that basically like Hey, if we had to flee out through the back of our thing into the oasis, we could, but we don't open it on a, on the norm. And that's why, if you look to the right of the map, you kind of see a little trail that goes down in over the cliff edge um, into the oasis, and that is the right. regular flow of traffic into it. And when that's I say I regular, I mean very few selected individuals. 
Right. So that would more or less be the way that these, theoretically, these disciple of Sandor would go to head out towards the, uh, as far as we know, would head out towards the altar and, and stuff like that. Yeah, and I was okay. like, like a secret way or something, yeah. I guess we're going that way. And then uh, we should make sure we have our supplies, double check how we've dis how we've, uh, uh, depleted our rations and stuff. Yeah, I would definitely uh, recommend checking that stuff. Or rely on your foraging and hunting capabilities. <laughs> I'm gonna die. Storm is actually pretty good at that. Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah. This will be similar to his his environment. Ultimate. According to this, I've got I got sixteen rations on me. Excellent. And one water scan at five pounds. I'm fairly confident it was either um, Elthinius or Flynn that had made the appropriate DC check concerning the altar, and I just put that into yeah. the game play notes as well. It might have been... It might have actually been Althinius with his uh, history check. Or Arcana, I can't remember. Occasionally, he does get lucky with that stuff. Well, he's pretty... Actually, I think his skills are pretty dang good with that. Yeah, it was one of the other of us yeah, assisting the other, basically. Good. We were looking... Or where we were reading about it. And theoretically, those rights were recorded in the book, and that's what they wanted to try and bring one back. <laughs> Sorry. I'm wearing a headband of intellect, right? Yep. So, you don't, do you know what that makes me? A hippie? Smart. An artificial, artificial intelligence. Oh, God. <laughs> Alright. So anyway. Poor John trying to be serious. Alright, so the banjo music is affecting him. Is everybody checked their packs? They, they're comfortable with what they have? Is there things you want to do before you set foe? Um, should I delete the war horse or just leave it knowing that I'm going to come to something? Yeah. No, no, you'll just come back. Okay. I still have Steve. If we remember what we've done, you know, when we play again next month, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll just you're, you're like, where the heck's my elk? Yeah, where's my elk? <laughs> where's my demon horse? Why is it 2024 already? I don't know. It was daylight savings just a moment ago, but still. Uh, Bring ahead of you. I'm looking uh, in my bag of holding. See what I got. Okay. Are you guys, Rich, Owen, are you guys good with what you have? I'm going to go buy a bunch of uh, essentials. Okay. So I'm going to buy uh, three bottles of red wine okay. and a wheel of their finest cheese Ooh. and some uh some de some decent dried meat not this nasty stuff that you get but you know some of the real good stuff 
Uh, I'll ask them if, if they've got any of the, the Shire Hill Farm stuff. That's good stuff. Made by the I have 16 crossbow bolts. Should I buy some more? No, you can't hit anything with that thing anyway. Don't worry about it. Okay. Okay, I've added a three bottles of red wine. Oh, beautiful. Okay. Ooh, uh, give me a bottle of white too, just in case we catch some fish. Make the fish feel better. Can't. No, no, Gail. You have to have white wine with fish. So it makes the fish feel better. Yeah, it makes the fish feel better if I have the right wine. Yeah. Uh, this is fish. Uh, Wondering Gypsy Queen's flute. Hmm. Oh, that's mine. Well, how how did it end up in my backpack? I'm gonna accuse you of stealing it later. Okay, so you wanted bottle of red wine. Bottle yes. of white wine. Yes. And a wheel, cheese wheel. Fine cheese wheel. Yes, it's a wheel of draconic cheese. Because the regular freaking ration ain't good enough for them. No. Um, <clears throat> in total, that would probably cost you here roughly... You said fine... Fine cheese? Fine cheese. Good okay. cheese. I, I would say in total probably all this would cost you, if you didn't really go crazy with the wine, um, about 10 gold pieces. Oh, that's not bad. I'll, I'll, I'll do it. Yeah. yeah. So, um, this is Elthinius we're talking about. He's going to go crazy with the wine. <laughs> well, he's got... Have you ever seen me go crazy with the wine? Have you? Yes. No, you haven't. First the wine, then the women. Nope. It's the other way around. So, uh, reduce your <clears throat> reduce your your monies by ten gold. Uh, Rich, anything you're doing? Well, I got rations and uh... double check here. I got sixteen rations, so that should be good for a while. Okay. I'm not. I'm not a cheese snob like some of us. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. That's because you don't have any taste buds, and you smell like roses. Speaking of which, and you're looking awful. Is that progressing? Am I turning back blue? Well, no. I think you started changing another color now. No, I was blue and red. I turned back to blue, but am I all done? Go back to blue. <coughs> yes. Uh, you you were getting like a glistening sheen, if I remember. Oh, right. That's right, that's right. He was he was uh, he was getting sparkly. <laughs> you were getting a little little shiny, a little glistening. Yep. But hey, that's uh, the ladies like it, right? So. Yep, yep. Glitter boy. Oiled muscles, you know. Mhm, mm mhm. Mm the oil from the armor. Well, it happens, you know, when you're wearing armor all the day, all the day long. It yeah, you can tell yourself oil. that, but oil from armor doesn't have the little glitter pieces in it. Judd, yep. does Flynn or Storm want to do anything? Purchase anything? 
I was just looking that I guess uh, Storm has f f some rations in his pack. I think actually, I think he may have had both Flynn and Storm. So I'll just get some more uh, rations for Flynn and put him in his uh, uh, bag of holding for now. Okay. Um, go ahead and purchase those. I think they're. Yep. I have to look what their standard cost would be, but what is it? Normally, uh... I think it's like five silver for one, or is it five copper for one? So it's, I can't remember. It's, it's not a whole gold per. So anyway, I'd have to look at it real quick. One day, uh, yes, point five gold pieces. It's about a, it's about five silver pieces, which would probably be roughly gotcha. what you'd spend here. Yeah. All right. So. All right, yep, I got it. Okay. All right. And now I'm sitting here with a loading screen on the map. Please wait. Thank you for holding. Please hold. Thank you for loading. Please load. Yeah, uh, that's pretty much it. <laughs> anybody remember the 90s? Dial up the internet. There it goes. AOL online. Please? You just have to be connected right now. <laughs> All right. <laughs> My 2400 baud modem. That's <laughs> yeah, Good stuff, man. Remember the 16.6 .6 bots? Wow. Do you remember uh, having your email with AOL? Oh, wait. Some of us still do. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. <laughs> Unless it's, it's somebody's iPhone, then replace it. You've got mail. How you liking that, by the way? Well, it turns out that you can use a lot of uh, apps that you couldn't use before, so... Oh, he might new... be getting his messages now. Oh, dude, I can actually see it. Like, when my wife sends me a funny Instagram thing, and I, I can actually see it now. <laughs> um, instead of getting this weird... Uh, unhappy emoji face that says upgrade your app um, <laughs> sweet jesus man <laughs> yeah uh, i can use my banking app again that's a, it's a big deal it's a big deal i can even send uh, uh snapchats to my my family now because i was never used to be able to do that i was jealous of my wife that she could do that because that's not how <laughs> no, not jealous enough to get a new phone but <laughs> no no it was never enough to give me a new phone but uh yeah but now that i Dad did get a do on Hey, it's pretty slick. Well, all right. So the the party has quickly gone through the uh, well, most likely it was the the Grand Bazaar and and grabbed odds and ends and fine cheeses and wines and uh, you know <laughs> you know the, the necessities when you're yeah. about to undergo a uh, a long walk and you find yourself making your way through the the city. Um, I would say still in the in the morning at this point you probably went and saw penjet in the morning that conversation maybe took an hour and and you're now uh heading out through the the east gate into the blowing warm sands of the dragon waste striking north is fairly easy to do you got the wall to to keep in view um 
and it's it's not long before you begin to see elements of, of grass poking through the sand here and there and then suddenly palm trees dotting the landscape and soon a a, a sandy path is leading you through lush jungle palms with uh, jungle grass swaying in the the warm desert breeze in the distance you can see the snow-capped uh, mountains of the Atenmals and uh, before long you are arriving at what looks to be a series of stone cut into a side of a cliff a series of stone cut stairs that kind of switch back on themselves making layer after layer going down into this vast green lush oasis and you can hear the the, the tropical birds calling an occasional distant loud rumbling and um if it weren't for the the level of danger that you know you're going into, you, you would be uh, just in awe at the beauty of, of the oasis in front of you. I wonder how much it would cost to have a summer home here. No. Probably would rather have a winter home here. Mm-hmm. So... I'm just looking at my spells and make real quick going to destroy yep. what yeah, I've got prepared on this one. I'll I'll let you guys um each do the same. But I am wanna... but I am also listening. Uh as far as I'm knows as long as there's more or less a path until we're not looking for a path, that's probably what we're gonna want to follow. Yeah. So we're looking we're looking for a group up here well what what the information we have is that the disciple of Sordor wants to use the information that was taken from the book to Rose do some kind of ripple ritual yeah so I guess the theoretically what we're trying to do is get there and maybe stop the ritual <laughs> Okay, um, did we get any kind of like direction where they might be doing said ritual? Yep. Other than the Oasis? Yep, well, it was all explained about 20 minutes ago. Rancor! <laughs> 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 uh, yes. Fo follow, follow the river north yep. to the bend and then continue north for another day or so and that's where the altar is. <laughs> Elthinius will lean over to uh, to Flynn and says, "It's good he has you." <laughs> <laughs> Look, if you were on the water, he'd be just fine. But you're not. You know, you're in the friggin' jungle. Look at all the various plans. You're not so flat in your helmet too, you know. So are you? I assume you're descending the, the uh, stairs. Uh, yes. Are we? Is are there other people or beings around using this at this point too, or are we Cur more or less by over this point? Or? Currently, there is not. There's no one around, but you notice next to these large series of uh, switchback stairs that are cut down to the the jungle floor, there's a massive um, pulley system, including uh, a, a huge lift 
that is just off to the side of the stairs. It's not currently, of course, it's not being manned or in operation. And the lift is all the way up and is currently at your level at the top of, of, the, of the cliff system. Immediately, you're seeing we, that there's no way you would bring mounts down these stairs. <laughs> so it was a good right. choice you left them. Okay, so we don't need the 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 stairs are for us to like that, but that would like if we were bringing back a giant T Rex yeah. or something like that, or whatever other is being gathered down into the jump, like that would be exactly. the idea. What that would be, yeah. All right, fair enough. All right, yep. I think I've established some spells. Also, looking, pausing at the top of the steps and looking down into the jungle, uh, Flynn is going to reach over and uh, tug on a piece of leather that's wrapped around his wrist and cast mage armor okay oh, I, I thought it was uh i thought it was the leash for disturbed elfinius could you give me a 1d20 roll please can i give you a 1d20 roll uh oh crap uh nope nope hang on yes yes i can <coughs> with the two all right all right, thank you. You're thank welcome. You it's no problem. Thank you for that. All right, so I've put the ambiance of the jungle in our general general chat there, and uh, now I'm still listening to space. Bandwidth. I know, isn't that good? Right. Uh, but so the the party descends these stairs, and they're actually kind of precarious. There's there is railings and stuff cut into the stairs. Uh, occasional situations where it's actually corded leather braided into a tight weave out of the places it's actual stone itself but there is a essentially some sort of protection here on these stairs but it's you wouldn't want to mess around on them that's for sure you would fall a good more than a hundred feet to the the jungle floor storm is, storm is excited and is leading the way okay is is doing everything shy of dancing down the steps his tail's twitching nose wiggling back and forth so it, it takes you a good solid probably 10 minutes just winding down the stairs, winding down the stairs, winding down the stairs. Um, and if you were to go at a fast pace, sure, <laughs> from, you'd get there a from, lot faster. But. From the back. Are we there yet? <laughs> <laughs> My calves are starting to hurt. And uh, <laughs> before long, although it seemed because, a lot longer yeah. for other party members. Uh, <laughs> Look how great they look when we get back into the top. Oh, yeah. They are like magnificent. You arrive at the lush jungle floor covered in, in swaying vegetation about about hip high in most places. Massive jungle trees rising up around you with vines hanging down, swaying in the the cool uh, oasis moisture <laughs> breeze. Elphinius and... leans over and brushes aside some of the plants and looks at the ground carefully. Okay. What's it look like? Uh, right here in this specific area? Mm -hmm, mm hmm Give me a survival check. <laughs> this should be good. 15. Oh. Immediately, you see that there's depressions of old, old depressions of a massive three-pronged foot in the area that you guys are standing in. Yeah, but what's the soil look like? Oh, very... Very dark, rich, um, fertile, moist soil. How moist? <laughs> oh, God. I mean, Are we in a swamp? Yes. <laughs> it, 
It's pretty boys. How's, how's the humidity in there? Ophidius turns around and starts walking back up. <laughs> I grab him by the shoulder. Come I'm on. Here. Oh my head. Now, to be fair, the just the uh, the overall differences in the air is different than the swap you spent all the weeks in, um, for sure. It's not, it better. And then there's like shafts of sunlight coming in through the open areas of the jungle canopy, and it, it is actually a lot. So it's an attractive swamp. It's an attractive swamp, <laughs> okay, exactly. Right. Yes. It's the Althinius of swamps. I understand that. Now. Yeah, it's not like a cedar swamp. Yeah, it's yeah, an attractive yeah. swamp, but gotcha. with big now, vegetation. Now, can we? Is there still a path here, or can we hear or see this river that we're supposed to follow? So the the actual river itself is you you feel that you're going to have to follow the the still you can see it a, a massive stone, um, very thick uh, wall. And until you find that stream, it's not readily apparent, but that's what. Oh, they that's right. I forgot. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at the Vastland map in the moment, but yeah. So we yep. that's right. The, I forgot it was the wall. We need. We're sort of. So we sort of have the wall on our left, and we're and we're down in the jungle, and follow, we're going to follow our way up under that. Correct. Yeah, I just switched back for it. Okay, I got you. Yeah. Okay, so we went down. So we followed that. Okay, so we've still got a little ways away to go for the wall, and we'll, and we'll. Hang a left. Hang a left when we get to the corner of the wall. Yeah. We head for the. All right, gotcha. Okay, I got it now. You do notice over in the uh, near the wall, um, just off from the massive lift, there appears to be a good solid between twenty and forty, roughly made headstones. That's not good. Swamp undead. Told you every time. Uh, no, we're not in the swamp. We're so I wonder if these are just they just don't bring their dead back out of the jungle, or if these there, people are. There's a uh, plaque. There's a plaque over there as well. You'd have to go over and take a look at it. But um, there could just be uh, like a remembrance area for <coughs> the people who died in <coughs> the oasis, the people who died building the lift. <laughs> yeah. Or the wall. Yeah. Yeah. Who uh, uh, who reads to chronic? Pretty sure both Storm and can do that. I do. I can't do. Nope. So I, I mean, a quick glance. <laughs> we knew it wasn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With a quick glance at the plaque, it is. It's in remembrance of those we could not find. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I thought it was. Like. The tomb gotcha of the, the unknown one. explorer. Gotcha. <laughs> The tomb of the dinosaurs lunch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, let's uh, let's see if we can find this river. All right. So, um, what's the the order here? Is like storm leading and yeah, storm will will lead. Okay. Vigilant. So I'm just gonna need a uh, a check from him for survival. I'll bring up the rear. It's pretty simple because you're gonna follow the wall. Hmm. Survival. Yes. Eleven. Okay, yeah, and I mean it was an easy check. You knew, you see the wall. Maybe he's not choosing the easiest path to follow, but it's uh, it's it is probably because he gets distracted by stuff. Yeah, heck, man, he's seeing all the colorful birds. Yeah, because he is seeing everything. He's just not necessarily seeing the path. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> may not be on the top of his list of things he's looking at. Yeah, exactly. He's got claws for when he loses his balance. He just grabs a hold of something while he's still looking around, you know? So the, the party winds their way into this jungle environment. You leave behind the the cliff face and the, the lift, and you follow along this massive wall until up above you, you see a cresting large stone guard tower. Along the guard tower, you see what looks looks to be massive ballistas um, set up facing toward the oasis. And um, occasionally you see movement at the top of it. And uh, you wind your way past the past the, this massive guard tower and you're still making your way along the upper part of the wall now, heading west um, toward what you hope is the river. You know, we never did bother to see if we needed official <laughs> going to the races. Ah, well, this is when we ever asked permission. <laughs> True. Um, I need. Hey, we're outside the wall. What would they compare about the wall? I need one person to give me a one d six roll. Not it. I'll do it. Five. Five. All right. So you guys are con- continuing along this. You, you've walked for... It's it's very difficult going. You know, the jungle is right up against the wall in a lot of places. Um, and you're just trying to weave your way through it, ducking underneath massive vines that coil down and wrap around you just, just in the process of movement. They're not animated. Um, voiding, you know, areas that a little bit more boggy and and uh, quicksandish, if you if you would like, going around those. Occasionally, your feet get a little muddy, and uh, within you would say probably about five or so hours, you begin to hear the, the running sounds of of a fairly large brook or or really river, and you arrive at its banks. Which way is it flowing? It is actually flowing um, away. It's actually flowing into the wall. Gotcha. So it's so we would be going upriver. Correct. Well, that cuts out any possibility of like making a raft to make the journey quicker. Well, we have a boat. Do you have a boat? We do, don't we? <laughs> how like I would say, how fast is it running? Does it look like we could paddle upstream? I mean, it's it's moving at a decent speed, but you, most likely, if if more than one of you was was rowing, you could probably make your way slowly upstream. How does the bank look? Does it look like it might that might be easier than trudging the bank, or oh, there's it, no real path or anything at this point? It absolutely looks like it would be easier. <laughs> It, uh, there's just yeah. dense jungle trees winding in around each other, hanging somewhat out over the, the edges of this large brook. Um, you know, it's, you'll be constantly climbing up over down and rotting, rotting trees and through vegetation. So going by water definitely looks like it would be faster. I vote boat. Boat's definitely cool to by me, and uh, I don't want to slog through all that. 
All right, well then, uh, then Flynn will pull out the uh, holding boat and speak the command word, and it will be, uh, it turns into a 10-foot-long, 4-foot-wide, 2-foot-deep boat that is a pair of oars, an anchor, a mast, and a lantern sail, and the board can hold up to four medium creatures. There you go. And Althaeus can have paddle. There's a, spa- <laughs> there's a sparkling across the the item that is sitting inside of uh, Flynn's hands, and then suddenly he, he drops it into the water at his feet, and this massive boat just expands out of the tiny structure. And um, with almost a, a small shake of the mast, it, it finalizes its appearance, and sure enough, there's the boat. How is the wind? Does it seem like the wind would help us at all, or should we put up the sail because it's just going to go it, against us? It probably would go against you a little bit on the, on this situation. I mean, it's not really that big of a breeze. There's a lot of tree cover. All right, well, We're rowing. take take turns rowing. Right. Although Flynn will only be able to use one of the oars at the time. Storm's eyes dart to the water really quickly as the boat's being yes, slid out, and you see a I will flurry. Say, like, we should look what's in the water. Of, of shimmering, um, you know, palm-sized fish, just bursting in around the the banks, um, attracted to the movement that that the boat made as it materialized in the water, and they dart away quickly. I'm gonna try and catch one of them. Oh, with my hand. Stick a finger in. Oh, okay. Um. All right, give me give me a melee attack. This like unarmed? Right? Yeah, an unarmed. With disadvantage. Yeah, well, okay. So well, a twelve. <laughs> Your hand darts in quickly, and the school of fish just careens off quickly, and then suddenly they round back around, and Storm's eyes detect their shape, and they are very familiar in structure, maybe not the exact coloring, but they are definitely carnivorous fish. That's what I was going to, if I caught one, I was going to yeah. identify it, but that's all I was going for. And he pulled, I would assume you pull your arm out of the water. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, it's just his test. They also taste good. But... Yeah, they do. All right, let's not go swimming. Darn. Uh, so in the boat, then, I guess. All right, so everybody loads into the boat, you know, working their way into their most comfortable positions possible. Disturbed armor's creaking, and, and the rest of everybody's putting their packs down, kind of a little bit of a sigh that they, uh, they were able to get that weight off their back at least and uh who's gonna start rowing i will okay i need um we just... only have one set of oars on this ship or... there is one pair yeah you <coughs> four feet wide you could try to sit side by side or you could have somebody at the front and somebody at the back rowing so it's up to you guys well we'll start with the the one. Oh, actually, you know what? If it's four foot wide, it probably is supposed to be one on each. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. It might be a little difficult to do. I was thinking one that. Person. It's not a rowboat. It's a you know, it's an actual boat. Kind of like a Viking. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, almost like a long boat. But yeah, but uh, not small a boat. really long. It's a small yeah, a long smaller, boat. Yeah. It's a short boat. Uh, so I guess yeah, Storm will take up one. I'll take up the other. And I'll play a merry rowing song. Oh, very nice. You can inspire us to row faster. Mm-hmm. So give um, me just a strength check from both Storm and Disturbed. The closer together the check, the more straight you go. Oh, good. Oh, boy. 20 for Disturbed. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Disturbed. <laughs> oh, no. So with a four, are we going in a circle? So you guys get out into the middle of the of the river, and disturbed is just wailing and going. Well, it makes sense. He knows what he's doing. And, and Storm, I mean, he's he's probably checking out the surroundings, right, John? Yep. Yeah. So he'd like Watch, he's watching every all the sides as we spin around in a circle. <laughs> and you are sort of literally <laughs> you're literally going in a wide circle right now in the middle of the uh, of the river. Can we have advantage because we're following uh, Althinis's, uh <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'll, yes. I'll, set a, I'll set a cadence. I'll set yeah, okay, a cadence so, so at that point, uh, Althinis decides to set a cadence. So go ahead and give me two uh, two more checks, or, or one check each. Oh, crap. <laughs> now Storm's got a 20, okay? A 21, okay? And off you guys go. <laughs> you, you straighten her out. Uh, you stopped heading toward the wall. You, you got to turn around. Hey, you guys haven't done a whole lot of boat work yet. And uh, up the up the large brook, more like river, you go. Trying to keep it. Are you guys trying to keep more to the center of the river or follow a bank? Which how do would you like to do that? Uh, I guess center. Yeah, it's not very. It's not typically. It's not super wide, right? And it's not. Yeah. The yeah. I would say we'll put. Uh, I'll have Flynn at the. Uh bow the boat attempting to uh, spot anything submerged okay. in the water or anything like that to call oh, no. them to get around of yeah so away from the the, the walls of Shanka Loren the, the party goes brightly colored birds are darting across the the bow of the, of the boat as you paddle you watch several large snakes kind of slither away from the edges of the bank as you pass um, occasionally there's a flurry of of splashes and movements as you you see some kind of creature coming to its de- demise as it uh, enters the water and a flurry of those very shiny fast uh, fish devour it nothing big of course just you know like a like a bug or a small snake or a frog or something and uh, you're you go for a good solid couple of hours um it's definitely into the late afternoon at this point and off in the distance you hear this echoing out across the jungle off to the west inside the forest somewhere and another response comes back to it a slightly higher pitch but the same kind of echo to its its answer and so far, that seems to be really the only major issues that you're encountering. So we're hearing that noise. Is it making? But we're still, but we're still hearing birds and seeing stuff like that. They are they're not all like they haven't all suddenly disappeared because we're hearing that noise. Exactly. 
they're they're still flying around and and doing their normal things just some kind of creature large creatures call out there somewhere in the jungle all right so we're gonna we're heading up the river we're gonna make sure we keep an eye on when it makes its bend to the west that's where we need to keep going north okay or at least that's what we were told but that being said if it starts to get dark and we need to make camp before that then we probably should look for a place for that so i need a con how long does the boat last for? Is it permanent until it's dispelled, or is there a time limit? Uh, it's it's a boat until you say the word to make it not be a boat again. Can we just stay on the boat? So whatever you do, don't say that word. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in theory, we could anchor the boat somewhere, uh, but I mean, either way, we're not going to be... Uh, we'll have to figure out a way to camp somewhat. Yeah, because so, I don't think it's a boat that has, like, cabins and stuff. It's... No. No, no, it's just a long rowboat. So, uh, I need constitution checks from Storm and Disturbed. Uh, Disturbed is definitely feeling some sweat build up underneath his his armor as he's doing all this rowing. 19 for Storm. 19 for Disturbed. Perfectly fine. It's actually feeling good to get your muscles working after spending all that time in the city. And um, you guys continue up this up this brook. I do need a survival check from whoever's going to do it to try to figure out when the river swings. I'm rowing. Yeah, I'm going to say Storm, uh, Flynn is, is the one that's sort of watching the river. Okay. So it probably would be him. Which he's not very good at. <laughs> ten. A ten. Okay. As average as you can be. Yeah, you know, <laughs> as so far, I mean, it's, it's a little disorienting this type of terrain, especially after spending all the time in the sand. But you know, he, he believes he's got a good feeling of when, when the, uh, when it's going to swing. So he's. He's just kind of keeping track. Occasionally, the uh, the terrain breaks up a little bit, and you can see through the the dense jungle trees, large areas of open, almost like a grassland, if you will, larger plains-like areas, just pockets of it throughout the jungle. And uh, it's here that you kind of see one of the first larger creatures that um, you would would uh, potentially expect to see out here. A, a large lizard walking on uh, four four legs, a row of large um, plates kind of going along its back, and it disappears off into the, the lo very tall plains grass where you caught a glimpse of it. More echoing calls come from that area. So the the rowing continues. The the two individuals that are doing that they've been doing that just just fine. Um, it's beginning to get a little darker now, and. Jungle birds have have um, some of them have gone to roost. A few are flitting around, getting their last bit of food into them, and um, the, the sounds begin to change slightly. 
That's, so I guess we keep an eye out for maybe a pl- uh, somewhat open place where it would be where we could moor the boat. Yep. So uh, Flynn's keeping the eye out from that standpoint, I believe. So let's have him do another roll. Uh, does Althinius want to help, or is he just playing music? Playing music? Ding, kidding me? Ding, ding, All right. Ding, ding. I don't know if you get to play it for this long. So Flynn, Flynn points out a specific spot on, off the, the side of the river. There's a small little bit of, uh, of sand and a, a little bit of an opening space with some large overhanging trees that come out over the top. And um, looks as good as any spot to him. So uh, you're, the, the boat is being maneuvered over that way. And, and um, while it was great to stretch the muscles, they, you know, disturbed and stormers starting to feel that rowing that long against a current. So uh, they're, they're pretty glad at this point to take a little bit of a breather. And uh, you guys hop out of the boat and the, your feet touch the, the ju- jungle-ish sand and um, looks looks fine. Well, it says the boat has an anchor, so we suppose we could anchor the boat, moor yep. it up, and try to sleep on the boat, if that's what you want. Or, there I have the hut. Try that. What's your thoughts? The hut, um... The hut's temperature regulated. Yeah, let's, let's go in the hut. Keeps the bugs out and stuff. Let's do that. But do we want us to spell the boat? Yeah, I can. If we're not going to stay on the boat, if we if this is yeah. going to be a place like that, then I can just fold the boat back up. So I guess I'll do that. I will say to the boat, fold the boat, <laughs> fold and and fold the boat back up. <laughs> so there's a there's a clacking of boards, a shifting of magic, and around the form of the of the boat, and it suddenly miniaturizes and seemingly almost in a pocket of reality just folds in on top of itself and then materializes back into the small structure of the artifact you had previously been carrying. I'll stuff it back in my pocket and then start the 10 minute process of putting up the dome. All right. Uh, What are the rest of you doing? Storm is being very alert. He's looking at everything uh, around the plants and trying to see how how similar they are to his home jungle. Okay. I assume that, I think we had discussed like that, that the other jungle doesn't seem does not have T Rexes and Stegosauruses and stuff like that. Um, I think you would said that, but I there, can't remember. Yeah, there had not been really any of those types of creatures there. There's other large creatures, right? There, right. But not that. Yeah, that's what I thought. You've you've had you know massive massive snakes, um, and lizards. And I'm sure giant crocodiles and stuff. Right, right. But and specific- I know we've encountered spiders. Oh, yes. Specifically large rexes, while maybe they're there, you have, you have not aware of them. Yep. Forgive me. I'm having a sneezing fit here. So, yeah. So, Storm is looking at, at plants and animals and, and stuff around while Wind is making up the... The uh, so. Okay. What is Disturb doing?
Is there any uh, ammo tracks or whatnot in the area? You want to cast around for for tracks? Um, you can you can do that. Give me a survival check. I see nothing. <laughs> what did you get? A six. A six. Okay. Well, specifically, most of it is covered by this this jungle terrain, right? The, in the sand itself, you didn't see any tracks, and it was difficult to see, especially with the low light past that. I guess I'll... Well, I was thinking about going hunting for dinner, but we have I have rations, so, you know. I've been rowing all day. I get hungry. So Flynn is is in the process of creating that that hut. Uh, what's Elthinius doing? Regaling, uh, regaling, disturbed with the importance of keeping his feet dry and clean in in the jungle. Now, now we know why you didn't as ride any tracks. Open, <laughs> as I open up a ration. <laughs> All right. So um, the storm notices it first. He, he kind of looks toward Flynn, where Flynn is is kneeling in in the sand around it, and he notices like literally the 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 f- grass, the the vines, the large uh, shoot like plants with the broad leaves moving and, and shimmering in in the area. Some of them sh- shaking, almost vibrating slightly. The vines from the trees seem to be glo- growing longer, and they're starting to suddenly just sprout and and move and rush into this this open area um entirely around around the party um what's uh storm doing uh does he recognize at all what's going on um (laughs) other than that we seem to be quick under some kind of attack quick survival check Uh, let's see if he yeah like i say after something like this where Probably not. Yeah, you know, you're, you're like, holy crap! What's going on with these plants? And they're just rushing into the area all around Elthinius, disturbed storm, swarming up to the the concentrating gnome who, who you know, he's focused on his spell. Uh, then I guess I'll I'll call out to you know that we're appear to be under some kind of attack. All right, one moment, please. I am going to need you guys to roll your initiative. Fifteen for Elthinius. Seven for me. Seven for Disturb, 14 for Storm. We're going to have a little bit of a Don ad here in our unaffiliated. We're not getting paid by Don. Just having a YouTube commercial in the background. Uh, 19 for Flynn. Okay. Oh, now we go to Gillette ad. Can we get paid by Don? 
Uh, oh, gosh. All right. I mean, if it's... I mean, Gillette, that's the best a man can get, right? I mean, how much money will they pay us to do that? Not enough. <laughs> All right, that is our battle ambiance. Don't you fellers worry, I've... I've rode really crappy. And we're gonna try out our first... Oh, crap. Uh, so zoom in on that map, would you? Oh, yeah, something about that's easy. It zooms way in. And then you can just kind of drag it to the center. All right, let's throw some tokens in from the players. We're going to throw Elthenius in there, Flynn, Disturbed, and Storm. Let's put you down near the near the water. In the, I guess the sand of that little trail as close as I can get. Oh, sweet. You can crash yourself. You can what now? Alright, so... Where would I be? Um, yeah, I'll say Storm was probably out just a little bit looking around and stuff like that, but the other, but yeah, Flynn is definitely right down there trying to do that sort of and thing. And I was with Bandra Boy talking about Pete trying this. But yeah, we're definitely not very far away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were getting a very good lesson on, on the adequacies of. Importance. The importance of feet care in the jungle. Come on, so, so first things first, they uh, they do kind of get a little. Well, no, they. I'm gonna say they don't because Storm did notice in them notice them with his passive perception of uh, craziness. I think it's 21 he has. Yep. So uh, he was able to call yep. out a, a warning in time, and Flynn feels like he can react. He's his eyes snap snap open from the focus of the spell. I'm assuming you're not gonna carry that through. Uh, that's yeah. That takes ten minutes. So. <laughs> okay. Uh, and you you rapidly assess the situation. You see swarming vines coming in off of the treetops up uh, from the ground, or these these um, shoots of, of grass and and underground roots and vines and shooted like plants. And you can tell that there is you're going to have a, a a scenario where you're probably going to have to make some type of strength check or athletics check against all of these things that are roaring up around you. Uh, as an action to do, or to, as in I'm being, uh, or that to, in order to move? Well, in order to move. But you're, you don't have to do it yet, but you know that most likely you're going to have to in, in your, we'll say your next turn. But in, in RP sense, you know that it's going to happen soon where you're going to, run out of time and you're gonna have to make those checks all right well then i'm going to i'm going to uh cast fly on myself Ooh, all right and fly uh 50 feet straight up in the air <laughs> all right suddenly the gnome becomes super gnome <laughs> It rockets up, up into the air. Okay, 
Let me see if I have a bonus. I'm not sure. I have a bonus and you went 50 feet up? Yep. Okay. Um, the trees, jungle trees, they're, they're probably about, we're going to say, 40-ish or so feet. So you're about 10 feet above. Do you want to be anywhere further or is, is 50 as far as you can go? I can do 60, but I don't want to be so as that I can't see down through the canopy. Okay. Uh, sort of deal like that. I don't want. I still want to be able to see and survey uh, what's going on down below. Okay. You see, as you're rocketing up through, there's these. You see a larger central mass to these rolling, large vines that are layered through the treetops close to you, and as well as another larger set of them across um, from you near Althinius and Disturbed. Uh, all right, then I guess I will go the full sixty just to distance myself from many of these okay. plants. But uh, again, not so is that I can't see my. If 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 going sixty makes it so I can't see my friends or whatever like that, I'll stop before that get to that point. Uh, what's your dark vision? Sixty feet. Sixty feet. Okay, you'd be they'd be right on the edge of it. All right, then that's more or less what he's gonna do. Okay. Yeah, I don't I don't have a bonus action that would work at this point. So Althinius is sitting there regaling, <laughs> disturbed in his ear. You know, it, it, you don't want to get foot rot. So the, the, the first thing you need to do, <laughs> suddenly the, you hear a screech from Storm, and the gnome blasts off the ground, rocketing up into the night sky. And as you take notice of that, you're also seeing these swarming masses of vines and plants around you. Do I recognize what's happening as far as, like, is it a spell? Is it give me an a, entity? Give me a survival check real quick and see if you can kind of suss this out. Or, I mean, you could do Arcana. Depends on which what you would like to do. Well, I already did the survival. It's a 12. With, a, with a 12, you're recognizing that these are a plant-like entity. Um, they're You're not 100% sure exactly what they are. You think you've... You've read some history books that contain knowledge on them, and they definitely can be found in this type of environment. So it's it's probably some type of hostile vegetation. Wunderbar. Wonder what happened if I cast plant growth on them. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> this is the storms in the background screeching. No! <laughs> cool question I just opened a ration mm -hmm. while I was getting lectured on the proper foot care of the swampiness right, right. how far into the ration did I get before all this happened uh, you know you were just opening it so I'm going to say you didn't really get too far into it you just okay. got done searching for, for any type of animal prints while he was talking to you about foot rod and dry feed and you, you're like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and you, you open, started to open a uh, ration, probably unwrapping the leather. Uh, so what do you want to do, bro? What is Elphinius going to do? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Never uh, a good way to start laughing. I'm going to cast Polymorph. Oh, God. Okay, on what? Myself. On yourself? Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Can I turn into a giant cow? <laughs> um, I, well, you remember that you... I think Polymorph makes it so that... The CR rating equal to your own, and while there are... I don't know about a giant cow either. There might be like... There is like an Aurochs or, or something like that that was... Would be very similar, but is... Is like a higher. I can't remember. Giant jackass would work in this case. What about a giant locust? Uh, you could just probably turn into a swarm of locusts. Can you do swarms? Uh, it's by the rules. Yes, I don't know if that's a uh, because they are technically eleven of them are beasts, but it's hard to tell. I, I want to turn into something that eats plants. The new form can be any beast whose challenge is equal to. Targets. The target's game statistics, including mental ability scores, are replaced by the statistics of the chosen beast. It retains its alignment and personality. The target assumes the hit points of its new form. When it reverts to its normal form, the creature returns the number of hit points it had before it transformed. Um, the creature is limited in the actions it can perform by the nature of its new form. It, and it can't speak, cast spells, or take any other action that requires hands or speech. You can oh, turn fine. Into, you can turn into a mammoth. Uh, how about I just turn into a brontosaurus, then? What's the CR on a brontosaurus? Can I do that? Uh, is our CR5, but have we seen a brontosaurus I don't, I don't think you've seen a brontosaurus What about a stegosaurus? You could do it. What's the stake? The uh, I'm, tr I'm trying to find it actually. <laughs> actually, I can tell you here. One sec. Um, what about the T Rex? You seen the T Rex? I know, but I want something to eat plants. Stegosaurus <laughs> is a CR four. <laughs> hey, then let's do it. Uh, with the intellect of negative four. It's a it's two <laughs> intellect, and it keeps my personality. <laughs> God. God help us. <laughs> okay. Well. Alright. So. That's what you're doing? Yeah. Okay. Well, there's just like. Boom! Big lizard. <laughs> One moment, please. So this massive scaled back creature with a spiny tail has suddenly just appeared where uh, where Elthinius's frame had been. Um, wow. So that's your action. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. well, what do you want to do? Well, that's my action, right? Yeah, you can move. If you want to. Then I'm going to bound around playfully. Stomping on as many plants as I can. <laughs> <laughs> maybe yeah. eat, and maybe eating some. All right. All right. So you're just kind of moving around over there. This, mm -hmm. this uh, <laughs> coil of vines is shooting it around you. Slightly positive, just... but that keeps coming. Yeah. <laughs> All right. It's a never-ending possible. 
<laughs> God. <laughs> All right, from there, it goes to Storm, who sees the the bard suddenly turn into this massive lizard. Sorry, I'm still working that through that one. <laughs> I'm trying to determine, like, he gets the mental ability of a Stegosaurus. <laughs> right, but they don't lose... Personality. Right, he, he knows we're allies. Yeah. We're like that. And he knows that the plants are dangerous. Because that's what triggered him to do it. That's one of those things like that. It doesn't necessarily... That's what they talk about. You know, you turn a giant polymorph of dragon into a... Uh, turtle it's still going to be trying to attack you it's still going to be trying to do what it can do you know sort of deal uh but it it's its reasoning is diminished he can't cast spells he can't do you know like that he's he's gonna if something is fighting him he's gonna fight it the way a stegosaurus is gonna fight it exactly. you know, he's gonna swing the his tail, tail he's gonna bite at it and you know and things like that yeah his, his and, me melee attack is a plus seven and reach of 10 feet, and he does 66 plus 5 piercing damage. And, you know, so things like that. But at the same time, he still knows we're allies. You know, that sort of deal. Uh, but it's that the stats means, like, things, you know, like, if someone casts something that he needed to do, you know, an intelligence saving throw or a wisdom saving throw or something like that, that's where those really sort of come in. Now, if he gets hit, does he have to make a concentration check? Yeah, it is a concentration, so yes. Yeah, but it does goes into the... But even those ones, I can't remember if they... Those ones, I think, use... The, it's different with Druids. That's what I'm looking at Druid right now, so that's not going to Do they help. get their gotcha. own hit points? They do. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, he's got 76 hit points with 13 natural armor class right now. I'm slightly impressed. But you can be knocked out of it with the concentration thing? If you yeah. lose concentration, yeah. If it does enough damage to you. It'd be one yeah. thing... It, I thought maybe if I was concentrating on doing it to someone else, but I didn't know uh, that if you were in the forum, because I was, I was well, see, going like, off if you, other folks. If you polymorph someone else and they're getting hit, they can't break your concentration because they're not hitting you. But if you're right, polymorphing right. yourself, then a, a large hit that makes forces you to break your concentration. Well, yeah, I didn't want to polymorph. No. I didn't want to no. polymorph uh, disturbed into a Stegosaurus <laughs> because, I mean, I don't know if you I, would, I, I don't like, deal with that level of intelligence. I don't like having a brain the size of an acorn. Uh, <laughs> I know that would have been a massive upgrade. I'm not sure you could have handled it. <laughs> All right. Just because uh, disturbs intellect is, is, is a nine does not mean <laughs> it's, it's six points higher than the Stegosaurus. Well, yeah. Or, wait, no. Uh, seven. Seven points higher. That's a, you know that's a lot. I got where it counts. That's all that matters. <laughs> Yeah, but do you do anything with it? Do you do? The answer is no. So I don't know that you'll have to put the 76 temporary hit points onto your, um, on your character. Yeah, I'll, I'll start worrying about that when we start actually getting hit and stuff. If you go to your extras, 
and go to add extra and add and it should get a pop down as a uh, like a polymorph or whatever like that mm -hmm. you can actually add stegosaurus to one of your extras and when you click on it you, it will actually give you the stats okay. and some hit points over there that you can go off that's worked that's the way i do it with my wild shape for storm yeah i just put 76 temporary hit points on you bro okay nope. yeah worse too all right storm is going to uh, start to shift and drop to all fours and grow in size to that of a uh, dusty gray cave bear. Okay. And then, if he can ascertain something that he can attack more than just these growing vines and stuff like that, I'm going to move to and attack that. <laughs> So there's your cave bear. So like I said, I can obviously see where this token is. Does that look like something that I can attack that isn't just like growing fronds and Yeah, and stuff I mean like that? You, you've seen masses like the, the mass of, of vines there. You you feel like you could probably rip into it. Then I will step over and do that. Okay. Because yeah, the cave bear is big, so I guess yeah, right big. there. And we'll take a swing at plants and stuff. Okay. One thing I would like them to add in is the ability to rename these tokens. Yeah. And um, that way I could put like a, you know, Assassin Vine 1 or Right, Vine, right, Vine gotcha, two. yeah. All right, I will attempt to bite it and then attempt to claw it. So, bite is five foot reach plus seven to hit. So, bite is a 23 to hit. Okay, that definitely hits. Claw is... A ten to hit. A ten to hit. That does not. You kind of your your claws themselves just kind of rake through a bunch of rolling grass and fauna around it, but don't quite dig into the vines. Okay. The bite a total of ten points of piercing damage. All right. Get so a mouthful of vines and stuff and just sort of growl and shake at it. Bear is ripping things, stuff's flying into the air, the evening air. And uh, any other actions you'd like to take or movement? Nope, that was my bonus action, action, and a little bit of movement. It goes to Disturbed. <laughs> yeah. He's I'm probably Disturbed here. right now. I'm sitting here with a freshly open. <laughs> <laughs> there's a flying gnome there's a cave bear outside and dinosaur I don't really recognize thinking I'm frolicking I'm frolicking did I oh, eat any of this yet <laughs> I think this went bad how old was this rash I put it down next to my pack okay I angrily muttering a whole bunch of cursing about I just want to get something to freaking eat as I grab you and uh, go after one. 
Which one would you like to go after? The one over by the cave bear and Flynn Bobby. are is we'll say it that's A and the other one by the Stegosaurus is B. Flynn Flynn is out of the out of attack range, right? He's yeah, you might you air. you can barely see Flynn. He's sixty feet yeah. up in the air, straight up. He's yeah, right there, it, but he's six feet in the air. Rocket okay. it straight up and it seems to be working for it. I'm gonna go with the one with the cave bear because I trust it better than I do the Stegosaurus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm frolicking. Okay. Now I got the dinosaur equivalent of the zoomies. Do I need to move one over. Or? Uh, to attack the one by the bear, yes. Am I right next to the one by the Stegosaurus? It's you, hard. You are. I'll attack that one then. Okay. I don't want a target of opportunity. Exactly. So you, you kind of spin and begin to cut into the mass of vines and stuff sw swirling up around your feet. Eleven. So you, you slash in. Now, you, do you have more than one attack now, I think? I think it does. Uh, yeah. So the, the first one, you, you slash in, you're just not able to get any... Actually, I'm... Yeah, you can. It uh, slashes through, and I mean, it cuts pieces of grass, but it's just not hurting the vine. I kind of mutter, I'd be using that sword too much. Let's try this again. 14? 14 does hit. So you slam the, uh, the axe into the vine... You can see almost a, a cooking of its structure as, as energies leap off the blade of hue. So, as far as damage is concerned, the regular damage of the axe does maximum damage. Yeah, I don't have to roll for it. <laughs> Correct. Um, hmm. Where so, is my that? So so that would be basically 12 points of damage immediately, unless you want to do any smites or whatnot. I'm looking for my smites. I'm not seeing them. It's under features and trade. Yeah, look under your... Oh, okay. I've... Did you find them? Yeah. What would you like to do? I would like to add Divine Smite to that attack for an extra 2d8. Okay. Uh, so go ahead and mark that off. Well, it uses a spell slot. Right. First level spell slot. And roll a 2d8. Okay, okay. Uh, you know, extra four points of damage on top of the 12, so you did a total of 16 damage. There's a hissing As a bonus action, spiritual weapon. Because it right. disturbed my lunch. Okay, so the spiritual weapon descends. Let me see here. Do you have a token for that?
gonna be a a wood axe. Alright, well, um I've got a token that I can use here, so where do you want it to come down? Right on top of the one I'm attacking. Uh sixteen to hit. Isn't he attacking the other one? Yeah, sorry. So you wanted to fly down basically on top of this one? Yeah. That was a 16 to hit. For 6 damage. Alright. So a total of... Let me see him before. 16 and you did... Another 6 points of damage? Yep. So 22 points of damage. There's blast of light hissing from the, the... weird battle axe or the hand axe in his hand and then suddenly uh, there's a shaft of light as a spiritual weapon descends and slams into the other clump of vines alright end of your turn yeah I'd just like to kind of look over at the dinosaur and like grin like what are you gonna do <laughs> and then it goes to the assassin vine Guys, I remembered the name! Hey! I can't, I can't talk to you right now, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, okay, so. Let's be honest, in my current state, I didn't remember nothing. It tastes like chicken. <laughs> so, it's... The, the vines immediately are lashing out toward one of the largest uh, entities there, and that is the Stegosaurus. You're welcome. And with a 14... It hit me! It does hit you. And... Um... Am I in a position to yes. do the... the um... Impose disadvantage? Yeah. Yep, you can. I shall. So I shall roll again. So the vines careen out. Okay, I got an 18 on that one. So still still got him with the with the 14. But that was a good thought, though. The vines wrap around the, the Stegosaurus, encircling its frame as it's rearing up against them. And uh, the Stegosaurus takes. It, it is now considered grappled. Um, and it takes... Uh, a total of 10 bludgeoning damage. Uh, okay. And there is a, a a weird burning sensation the Stegosaurus is feeling across its its uh, leathery skin. Owie. Alright, so attack rolls against you have advantage, and your attack rolls have disadvantage while you're restrained, bro. You can make a an, um, an escape DC against it in your turn, um, but your speed is also zero, and you have disadvantage on dex saving throws. Well, I'm a dinosaur. I kind of expected all that anyway. Alright, so then it goes to the other vine. Well, yeah, exactly. Uh, did you mark down that damage on you? Already done. Excellent. Did it automatically remove it from the temporary damage? It did, yeah. Nice. Alright, so we'll go to uh, the other Assassin Vine, who assesses its scenario, sees a large 
bibbity bear on him and lashes out against the um, are you telling me these plants are smarter than my stegosaurus well uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh with an 11 to attempt to constrict the bear it actually missed yeah, so the vines lash around. The bear is kind of just batting them to the side, roaring. Juking and jiving. What's that? Juking and jiving. Yeah. I'm the Matrix. And then it goes to Flynn, who above is seeing the thrashing, thrashing stegosaurus, vines careening every which way, a blast of light. What is he doing? Not that, because he's already flying. I bet these plants can be set on fire. <laughs> I'm gonna launch uh, a bolt of fire. Okay. Straight down at the one in front of Disturbed. By the Stegosaurus? It's got the Stegosaurus wrapped? Yep. Okay. So suddenly a, mm-hmm. a line of flame erupts in, into the area and hits with a 21. It just washes into the the vines. And you can kind of see it ebb slightly off the vines as you hit it. Gotcha. How much damage did you do? Uh, 14. 14, okay. Do I so the ebb? Do I feel that it maybe didn't quite do as much damage as yeah. I thought it should have? Yeah, something okay. weird there. You, you're kind of catching in the magical undertones of your spell. That uh, gotcha. the amount that you probably would have done didn't quite happen there for some reason. Does it? Does it feel like it didn't do any, or like it did? No, just it, there's do as much? there is scorch marks, slight burning okay. embers on the vine, but uh, just maybe not the full blast hit. Gotcha. All right, something learned. Um, does quick look around? Do I look like there's does it look like there's anything flying towards me? Well, <laughs> <laughs> this pterodactyl comes out of nowhere. Boom. Uh, no, no. At, at, as a quick passive perception, you are not detecting any flying figures towards you. All right, Other than I'm there gonna... are a few nesting birds that were in the treetops <laughs> that are, are racing away from the area. Right. Uh, then that's going to be my turn. I'm going to, again, try to keep myself away from any thunder reaching vines or anything like that. And I've perhaps change my strategy okay because uh, so I don't want to get wrapped by these things no no at the beginning of Elthinius's turns sudden just racking poison is coursing through his leathery skin and you take a total of 19 poison damage bro okie dokie What would you like to do? Muscle my way out of the vine. You're gonna make an escape check. Okay, so go ahead, and that needs to be a uh, a DC 14. You're gonna uh, let me see here. Zero. Yeah. What skill would you like to use? Strength. Okay. And that is a plus five to your roll. You got a 20 strength. So you need to make a DC 14 with a plus five. Can he do it? 
Mm, 6 plus 5 is 11. Urgh, so the Stegosaurus is rearing against the vines, yanking and pulling, and he's just not able to, to pull himself free of the of the vines that continue to wrap and coil around the large frame. Do I have more than one attack as the Stego, or just one? Uh, with the Stego, you, you have just the one. Okay. Not a bad attack, though. Plus 7. All right. From there, it goes to Storm in the bear form. Uh, I will once again lash out at these vines. Bite attacking. A natural 20. Dude. Uh, did you track that 21 damage roll in the temp? Not yet, but I, I will. Okay. And the claw attack again probably misses for a uh, 12. Yes, yeah, it just misses. Uh, but the first one does connect. Crunch right into the, the massive vines. Sorry, that was the wrong dice. Wow. Sorry, wrong <laughs> dice. <laughs> We're going to say that 31 was not quite the right one. Uh, so the bite does 14 points of damage. All right, so the vines are being ripped uh, apart uh, across the, the small little section of sand next to the brook. Uh, is that the end of Storm's turn? Yeah, I don't think I can do anything else at this point. Yeah, yeah, that's what you can do at this point. And it goes to Disturbed. So you can see the Stegosaurus just rearing. There's hissing sounds and liquid is dripping down the sides of the Stegosaurus. Hmm. Because he ain't so smart after all. I'm going to attack the plant again. Okay. Well, one of us has to tank. <laughs> That's right. I'm 13? Taking. 13 just hits as you slam into the vines as they recoil from you. Okay, um... Well, I know the smite. Why not? Okay. Uh, what level? Uh, first level. Okay. That's 2d8, right? Correct. So there's on top of, on top of the... Roll the nature check on this stuff. The um, normal... So that's, so that's 7 plus 12. What was that, bro? I said instead of having me roll a survival, you should have had me roll a nature check. Oh, true. I keep forgetting about nature. Um, that is that is a total of 19 damage as it stands right now. Does the dinosaur have one vein around him, or is it a whole bunch? It's a whole bunch. Just this massive coil of vines just 
coursing up and around him. Can I attack the vines that are trying to that are wrapped around him without, you know, hitting him? Kind of uh, like the main body lashes can, out. I want to aim for like the arms. We could say you could do that. I mean, it'd be more of like a an aimed type of thing. Basically, you're trying to give him an advantage on his next escape check. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would say you probably would have to get better than just its armor class to to do okay. that. Um, so, I mean, if you wanted to do that in your next round, you could. Well, I still have an attack left. Yes, John, how do. Do I, how do I add Stegosaurus to my notes? And it's a good attack. Uh, go to extras. Oh, okay. And then manage extra. Yeah, I think that I think that hits. That, that definitely hits with a 26. Natural 19. You slam into the, a series of the vines that are some of the main ones wrapping around the Stegosaurus. Okay, I want the... Uh... The uh, spiritual weapon to follow suit and try to strike where I hit. Okay, so right now we're up to you had 19 plus another 12, so you're at 31 damage. And now go ahead and roll for the attack on the the other little feller there. 11. So that misses. It kind of cracks off some of the the moving vines, and it's just not able to make it a any type Where's of purchase. Yeah. That's it. So there's a massive amount of damage that that is done to the vine this time. There's pieces of vines falling off. Some of them that were wrapped around the the dinosaur have have been severed. Um. End of your turn, Rich. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, I'm done. All right, so it goes to this thing. Uh. So, it is going to leave its vines wrapped around the, uh, the Stegosaurus, and instead does entangling vines wrapping up through a 15-foot area um, around it. Uh, basically, when you look at the map, it's going to make that 15-foot area include the cave bear, the Stegosaurus, and Disturbed. And what that does is basically um, it turns the ground into difficult terrain and a creature in the area um, when the effect begins must succeed on a DC 13 strength saving throw or be restrained by entangling vines and roots. And um, so I'm going to need Storm, Disturbed, and technically probably the Stegosaurus doesn't need to make it. Um, I guess we'll... Yeah, because I can't be double entangled. I'm already well. Entangled. I mean, and if you were to succeed in breaking the constriction, it would—it's more than the DC to break the entangling vine. So you would have broken both, basically. So, right. Um, we'll just have the storm and disturbed uh, do a a saving throw. Which one? Uh, a strength saving throw. So it's up in your saving throws box. 20? Uh, that'll do it for you. Uh, 16 for 
storm in bear form. Okay. And you actually get a plus two because I think you're within 10 feet of disturbed as well. An eight, an 18. So you're able to shrug off the vines, force them away from you, and they're not able to, to wrap around you. All right. Hey, that aura, Zach. Wait a minute. Would the aura account for the Stegosaurus? Mm-hmm. Yes, for saving throws. I haven't had the failing. Okay. Okay. So then, well, so evidently the poison isn't a saving throw based one. It's no. One once that. once they get you wrapped up, it just immediately starts taking effect each the beginning of each of your turns. Uh, so the the next assassin vine is slashing, just blasting it a series of vines even coming down from the tops of the trees uh, toward the cave bear. And gets an 18. Yep, that hits. Uh, Would you like to use your reaction, Rich? Am I in range? You are. You're, you have to be five feet from your um, your ally. Yeah, the bear's big. And the bear's big. He's right. He's fighting right behind you. <laughs> yeah. So I'll, you, I'll try to deflect. You see the not? blasting vines coming toward the bear, and you're like, "Whoa!" You swing swing your shield to the side to try to bat some of the vines off, so it has to re-roll, and it gets a nine. So it misses. It misses again. So the the paladin just shocks the thing, slamming a bunch of vine into the ground, and the cave bear is not constricted. All right. Then it goes to Flynn. Flynn is going to change tactics a little. Concentrate again, blowing up here in the air, and uh, five little uh, beads of light will appear in his right hand, swirl around, and then shriek out towards the uh, uh, the creature, the vine mass that is wrapped around the Stegosaurus. Okay. Sixteen points of force damage. Sixteen points of force damage. Okay. That slams into the the vine. Pieces of it are blown out into the water. You see a flurry of movement in the water as as the fish get excited, but then start spitting plant back up. <laughs> blah blah blah. This is neat. And uh, anything else you'd like to do? Nope, that'll do it. Now go to Elthinius, and at the beginning of your turn... No, oh, baby! You take... 
16 point of uh, poison damage. Running up that road! Uh, Running up that hill! Something I forgot, though, is you do need to make a concentration check here. Ah, oh, gosh, I always forget these rules on the concentration checks. Yeah, it'll each one of these will be a DC 10, because you haven't gone over... Uh, if it was more than 20 points, it would be... It would be... Like, if it was 21, it would be DC 11. If it was 23, it would be DC 12, right. so on and so forth. 11! 11! He's good. I think it's just a con check, right? It's a con save. Yeah, that's what I did. And you had 11 plus two yeah, to it. Plus two, so it would be 13, yeah. Because of the paladin. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm -hmm. So you you shrug mm -hmm. off the, the sensation of the burning. Uh, you take another 16 points to that temporary Stegosaurus HP. All right, done. And you are now free to do whatever you want. You can make I'm going to start thrashing all over the place and rolling and snorting and <laughs> see if I can break out of this. The paladin starts screaming, running. <laughs> as, this, uh, <laughs> as this dinode starts to roll and thrash. All right, so give me an escape DC of 14. You get to roll with advantage because he was able to cut some vines off you. Okay, and what am I rolling? Uh, strength? Yeah, strength. Strength is fine. You get a plus five to the roll. I'll just roll a d20 while we'll I have the plus five. Natural 20. So we don't even really need to roll this one. Like you rear up and you roll and you thrash and you tear vines away from your body. And you roll back to your feet and heave up with a snort with your sharpened tail held high. And you have been able to use your action to break free of the construct. Anything you'd like to do? Look at the paladin snort. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, Alright, so... Uh, paladin gets a blast of hot dino air in his face, and it goes to Storm. Well, I will once again fight and tear and thrash into this thing. Uh, with an 18 for the bite attack. Okay. That hits. And a 17 for the claw attack. That also hits. Eight points of piercing for the bite attack. Okay. And 11 points of slashing for the claw attack. Nice. A bunch of pieces of vines fly, fly off into the night air from your bite and slash. Bear seems to be gaining the upper hand on the assassin vine that he's fighting. Anything more from Storm? Uh, nope. Goes to Disturbed. See the dinosaur thrashing next to you. It frees itself and then goes <gasps> in your face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. FYI warning. Don't accidentally uh, close out the map. You'll get the whole reload thing again. 
But seeing how we're in close proximity, I remember vaguely where everything is. I'm going to keep hacking away at the one I've been working on with you. Okay. And you click I'm the read and try button a couple times? Yeah, she's still going blank. If you close all of your D&D Beyond windows I and then open up your that. character and hit run, maybe that will bring it. I don't know. Nope. Okay. Well, dun, lesson, dun. lesson learned on that one. So you're it starts to load and then it goes, we're sorry, we're stupid. Uh -huh. So I'm going to attack with you. Okay, attacking with you. Hugh, 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 Hugh. Oh, Hugh. With a 23, you slam Hugh into the the vine in front of you. There's a hissing and sizzling sound as the what's left of these vines suddenly drop motionless in front of you. I'm gonna glance over at the other one. Somebody move me over to striking distance to the other one. Or am I... Yeah, I just moved you there. I'll flip you I'll attack with... Uh, you again. Alright. So Hugh slashes back out with a 21 and connects into this uh, assassin vine as well. I'll move the spiritual weapon the short distance and attack it with it. Alright. So it can go... What's the movement on it? 20 feet. 20 feet. Okay, yep, 15 feet, you've moved right to it, and you got um, a... Um, natural 20. Natural 20. Hammer just crushes down on top of the thing. 11 points, well, I, is that doubled? Uh, I'm assuming. You're, I don't think... No, yeah, okay, 11 points damage with it. Yeah. Um, 6 plus 3 plus 2. Yeah, so that's... Did double it though. Six plus three plus six plus five, so that's eleven. Right. Didn't add the crit damage, did it? What, the crit. What did? What was the roll? The, what was the number on the dice? Look at this. So uh, did, one plus six. So six you're, plus you're, three plus two. Your two d eight. So your two d eight no, was the one d eight. Well, according to the spiritual weapon, it rolled a 2d8, so it, it did the multiplication for you. Okay, okay. Yeah. Well, not bad for it, spiritual it, weapon. It rolled the dice twice. No, not bad at all. Uh, 11 points added to your 12. So you got 23 damage into this thing. Yeah. I think to myself, I'm glad I hang, hung on to this for, you know, just... <laughs> Bad emergencies. More, more pieces of vines fly into the air from the lawnmower in your hand. And uh, is that the end of your turn? Um, if I can, can I move so I'm not in line of sight of the dinosaur and the plant? Uh, <clears throat> I mean, I don't want to get trampled. Technically, Flynn's yeah. not there. Flynn is up in the air. I mean, you could even rotate probably into the area where your hammer is if it's flying. So we'll do that. Wait, wait, yeah. Um, hey. Yes, 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 No. Where am I at? Yeah, put me under. Yep. Yeah, that's good. That way, I'm out of the way when 
Stegobot comes Bush rumbling. comes in. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. And then it goes to this vine. Locked in on the large furry target that it has not been able to get a hold of. By God, it's going to get it someday. It attacks again. With a 14. That hits. The vines wrap in around the, the body of the large bear. Has Rich done his thing yet? He cannot because he's more, than five, he's more than five feet away from uh, the bear. So that the, the bear's structure is 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 wrapped in vines and he takes nine points of bludgeoning damage and is restrained. All right, then it goes to Flynn. Flitigan, Smuck Dad, Flarky Flark the third. Yep. I don't remember what That's his name <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember his name, sorry. A Flinigan Cog Rightberry with us at the helm. Whistle Pop, Rightberry Orzu. Yeah, that dude. Alright, this time four little beads of light shoot down at this thing. Alright. For a total of 11 points of force damage. Ooh. There's rocketing explosions that appear across its frame. Pieces of it are blown up in, into the air. And the remnants that are left are still writhing and wiggling around the the bear that it's, it's holding. Okay. And then it goes to Elthenius. <laughs> my friends, my friends are in danger from the bad weeds. It's the bad weed, which looks tasty. I'm going to attack it. So I assume you're going to move down there. Well, yeah, I'll go up on over, getting the hell out of the way. You have a ten foot range, so like you could move right here. Yeah, I'll go up to within ten feet and then use my massive tail of awesome. You hear this large whoosh sound as the. As the tail is swung, okay, make a attack with a one with a plus seven. Twenty one. Twenty one. The tail rips into the the frame of this thing, and massive pieces fly up into the air along with earth pieces of trees flowers there's even a frog that is just staring silently as you as he goes flying by uh roll 66 plus five you can make a cr for a character at level seven mm -hmm. he could do a cr seven yeah, it it has, it can be up to my name my level. Holy biscuits! So uh, sixteen plus five, so twenty one. Twenty one points. The the vine suddenly falls limp. That's wrapped around the bear and falls away from his body as the rest of its frame disappears, scattered across the evening jungle fauna. I'll eat some of it. <laughs> And then frolic around the thing again. Woohoo!
<laughs> While he's a frolicking, you know, it's it's Alphidius. You know, he's he's also chewing on some grass. Um, <laughs> is that ration I had by my pack under his foot? Oh yeah, this, this everything in this area has been all stomped up by dino hooves, uh, vines. Can I go see if he destroyed my dinner? Yeah, I mean, it's flat. Uh, there are pieces <laughs> of vines that are embedded in it. I'll smell um, it. <laughs> I would like to pick up the ration, look at it, and then throw it at the dinosaur's head. I'll look at him and wiggle my eyebrows. Meanwhile, in the air... <laughs> Flynn will cautiously float back down, uh, fly back down, and... Uh... See you guys, safe campsite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. To be fair, they when they're motionless, they are indistinguishable from a normal plant. Uh, okay, so yeah, I'm going to uh, go back to Try and do the uh, uh, dome and uh, storm before he reverts to, to uh, the area. He's just going to sort of do a once around of this clearing like that, and uh, taking in the sense because he has advantage on perception skills using smell. Gotcha. Okay. So that's a 26 perception. So with a, a very intense uh, look around, you're, you're picking up a myriad of wildlife, just as the jungle would have, but nothing large enough that you feel to be a, a threat to your area. Okay, then once the dome is up, I'll revert back to Storm and enter the dome. So... It, the remainder of time goes by while the Stegosaurus is, you know, enjoying the fauna, clumping around. And uh, within an hour's time, suddenly the, the spell leaves. The the capacity of the originator of the spell returns. And uh, you're sitting there with a, a lot of weird tastes in your mouth right now. Very... Uh, I'm used to that. <laughs> <laughs> Very, uh, it's like you ate a really unusual salad. Hmm. Not bad. Anyway, like I was saying, you really need to take care of your feet. <laughs> I'm just going to clean you off and put them away. Assume you guys are getting in the tiny hut? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Alright, so you, you climb inside. And in a very nice um, temperate climate, you're able to complete a night's rest. Don't have to worry about your mounts getting eaten. And uh, your boat's already folded up. And I had a nice salad for supper. So I don't have to you uh, I don't have to waste anything. Any other stuff? 
All right. So the next morning comes. If you anybody wants to um, redo the spell list or anything like that, go ahead and do it now, and you can mark yourself off for a long rest. The morning air is actually cooler here than you've been used to for the past several weeks. And the it's almost like a, a, a mist-like rain that's hanging in the air throughout, throughout the jungle. The foliage around you is, is slick with, with dampness. There's a slight um, drops that are hitting the, the river in front of you. Almost like its own little ecosystem here. Okay. Yeah, I'm just doing a quick little look at my spell list again. No uh, but uh, I will uh, bring out the boat. What are the rest of you doing as the boat is suddenly magically appearing in the water in front of the camp? Mm, packing my loot in a nice waterproof wrap and, okay. uh, you know, getting ready. Yeah, getting in the boat. Small sliver, small sliver of fine cheese just mm. to set the palate in the morning. You know. Yes. Uh, I'm going to take a moment with Storm to just sort of orient myself and make sure the uh, river is still going north and hasn't turned to the west. I'll take my place at the oars. Okay, okay. So obviously, uh, I'm going to be really good at this. <laughs> so we'll have uh, Storm make a survival check. Wow, I am rolling really bad survival <laughs> checks lately. Uh, I mean, as far as you can tell, the, the river is still proceeding north. Probably you got a little ways to go yet. You'd be able to tell better if you could see the, the castle wall, but it's too, too, too <laughs> uh, thick here to really be able to see that. Yep. How big are the oars? I mean, probably standard size. I mean... Slightly oversized than just like a canoe's oars, for sure. Mm. I'll get on the other oar. Okay. Um, Storm will take the uh, the bow the front to keep an eye out on things. All right. It's the calls of the the morning jungle birds are filling the air. Now I will inform the bard on the proper rowing techniques and how to do it properly you know that way he doesn't get all blistery by yeah. rowing and you know i will nod attentively yes mm -hmm. just like disturb was doing when you're telling buddies mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. mm -hmm. i'm not attentively <laughs> so give me a strength check for both disturbed and 
for Elthinius. I'm going to row as fast as I can. Yep. Flynn's, Flynn's going to use uh, Flynn's going to use minor illusion to mimic the cadence sound that Elthinius was making yesterday. <laughs> there you go. Uh, fourteen. Fourteen for disturbed. What am I doing? Is it like uh, a strength check? Yeah, just roll strength, strength save or no? Uh, strength check. Just click the modifier on the strength. <laughs> oh wow! With a plus zero. Oh yeah! So you you guys are rolling cadence. You might not be going quite as fast as disturbed and uh, storm were doing yesterday, but you're able to meet the right cadence with the same level of strength and uh, matter of fact, a little bit more. And up okay. The... Whisper over, hey, you know, we can pick up the pace. You're not going to get a blister, you know, or a splinter. I might. I didn't think about that. Meanwhile, no. in the background no, here. No. That's way too fast. Way too fast. Let's keep cadence. All right. So you've gone probably a good solid hour or two at this point up the river on the on the boat. Um, Storm can make another check if he'd like to. Uh, yeah. Yes. Um. Uh, Ooh, double digits for a total of twenty. Woo! Yeah, you've gone oh, a little too far. Um, but if you, you feel like if you were to get out here and angle a little bit more back to the east, northeast, um, you would get back on track. All right. And then, it's, then I will indicate that it is time to put into land and start heading on foot to the north. East. All right. All right. Uh, so I guess we'll look for uh, any place along the uh, northern shore that isn't just super overgrown to see if there's a slightly uh, easy place to get along there. Like a safe spot to put in kind of thing. Yep. Yeah. Uh, do you want Flynn to look for that or? Uh, Storm mine as well, unless <laughs> he was, unless he was, uh, you counted. But Flynn found such a good site last time. <laughs> All right. <laughs> then we'll look. For okay. Yeah. All right, guys, let's see a good spot. Five. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> so, He's uh, getting better. <laughs> you're, you're, you're heading in. As you're slowly getting in along the shoreline, in the, inside the line of, of dense jungle trees along the bank, you actually see the frame of an old ribcage of some long-dead creature that is, is just laying there partially covered in the vegetation. See, not right there, just slightly to the north of the skull. Slightly to the north of the skull? <laughs> so you guys are getting out, uh, breaking breaking the boat down? Yep. All right. So the, the skeleton itself appears to be... Uh, it's fairly large, like a... Storm could probably walk inside of the of the ribcage area. Does it resemble anything we've seen so far? It's or... hard hard to tell without its flesh on it, of course, but it yep. not so much. No, would be larger than like the T Rex we fought theoretically. In the yeah, it's in around that that size, maybe a little bit larger, a little bit longer. 
Gotcha. Have we seen any signs of like ruins or anything like that that we know are down here along any of the river banks no. we've been going along? Just been overgrown and stuff just, like that. Just overgrown as far as you can have seen. All right. And to the northeast. All right. Uh, if there's any kind of game trailer and like that, we'll keep an eye out for that. But otherwise, try to try to keep as fairly true to the northeast as possible. I assume Storm is navigating. Taking, yep. taking the lead. Who's going next? I mean, I guess Flynn can go next. Okay. I can go next. I can go next. Okay. Altenius will go next. Then... Flynn's not bringing up the <laughs> Flynn and Undisturbed? Okay. All right. So... Heading off into this this deep jungle that seems to be deepening even further as the further you go north, um, Storm will need to give me just a navigation check here. I assume another survival. Yep. Twelve. All right. So deeper you guys go in, I'm going to have one person roll a 1d6. Probably my turn. One. Mm-hmm. All right. So give me a quick second here. I'm just going to grab a drink. Um, if we want to take a, a brief break here, um, okay. we can. Like, maybe give it like five minutes. Yep. I'm going to hop to facilities then. Okay. And we have resumed. So... As you guys journey deeper into this uh, dense jungle, you maneuver down into a series of different little gullies, small little rocky outcroppings around you, covered in vegetation. Maybe at one point it was some type of volcanic situation, but is now claimed by the, the lush environment around you. And as you're pushing your way through the vines and putting them to the side. Um, probably about maybe a, a, a little ways away, you hear this <clears throat> this chugging sensation. It vibrates in the air. And looking ahead of you, you can see the legs of a monstrous large lizard-like creature. It looks somewhat familiar. Ah, it's Bob. Does it seem like it knows we're here? Well, it's casting its head around. Its mouth is open. Its chugging sound is coming out, but it doesn't seem to have fixated on your exact location. So it looks familiar as in it's a T-Rex or a Stegosaurus? Very much. The, the color patterns on it are slightly different than the one you faced in the, the amphitheater, and it looks maybe just a tad a little bit larger, but 
it is it does look like a T-Rex. <laughs> and it is in I... the path that you would need to go in. Of course it is. I will sneak. Okay. What happens if we just sit, hide and just wait if you'll move on? Wait, I got a brilliant idea. Yeah. Hey, turn to Stegosaurus again and run off that way. <laughs> Take that, I'll turn into another T-Rex. Um, uh, Storm is going to uh, uh, reach into his pouch and pull out a little bit of ash and pick up a little bit of mud from the ground and okay. make a little compost compote uh, and then cast past the other trace. All right. Your feet feel lighter. Your your senses heightened. You're seeing any any and all potential possibilities of noise generation around you. And attempt to stealth around this thing. Okay. So give me your stealth checks all for all four of you. And add add ten to your roll. As long as you're within 30 feet of storm. Let's say 25 for storm. 14. Four, 14 for disturbed. How much do I add with storm? 10? 26. Whew, a 33 for Flynn. Yeehaw. Wow. So the... Are you sure that wasn't a 30 for Storm? Uh, Storm rolled a 15. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Uh, so that made it a 25. And gotcha, uh, gotcha. Flynn rolled a natural 20 for a total of 33. So the, the party begins to creep quietly, maneuvering its way mm -hmm. past this massive mm -hmm. beast. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Yeah. Why do I step I'm on? Pretty sure, I'm pretty on? sure they have pretty high perception. Uh, I mean, it, let me look at the average here. Let me let me look at the average here because it rolled a natural twenty uh, and has a plus four. Mm. <laughs> so its passive would be a would be. Let me see here. Like oh, seventeen great. or eighteen or something. It's, mm -hmm. it's definitely looking around. Mm -hmm. I, I don't want to see what the average is for everybody here. So you had a 25. Everyone's carrying me. It's the only way you're quiet. Hey, at least I didn't have disadvantage. All right. Oh, so be. the average of the party is 24.5. <laughs> Rounded up, 25. So there was a couple of moments as you were creeping along this big this beast just kind of kind of rushed into an area it's definitely it must have heard you coming but it just can't pinpoint where you're at and you quietly creep your way in around these natural calderas covered in jungle vines and fauna and make your way past the the massive lizard that is rising up above you 
All right. I'm playing the Pink Panther as we go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that'll help. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's... So the... As you get away from the creature, you continue to creep a ways, and then you're you're finally at a distance that you're beginning to feel like it's it's safe to resume your normal pace. Um, you notice in a couple of areas these odd stone-cut sculptures that have long since eroded due to wear and tear. It's hard to discern exactly what they were, but they appear to be just poking up through the, the vegetation and here and there. Um, so it's beginning to feel like you're reaching some type of ruins on the outskirts of them. There's no immediate discernible pattern like they're like they might have been along a road or anything like that. It's just that there's some of them around. In your general proximity, you would you would guess that probably were along some type of causeway or you know some some type of flow of traffic. But if they were the same street, you're you're not sure. Gotcha. So I will need... Is there any markings on them? They're mostly eroded. Like, one of them might have looked like something like a a winged creature, but they really have eroded, so you're not really sure. But I will need a survival check from your leader, your navigator. We have one of those. Storm... (laughs) 25. That's for 19. So easily you're discerning the the appropriate way to go. And you're you're heading off toward um, what looks to be a a kind of an odd looking shape to the forest ahead of you. It's it's rounding in over the top of of a specific area that as you push forward slowly reveals itself to be some type of stone-like ruins that in some areas, you know, you can still see maybe the the cobble, you know, the stone-laid streets or walls poking up here and there. And beyond it is a what looks to be like an enclosure of trees and rocks and, and a cliff face and a central location to these ruins. Um... Make a 1d20 roll for Elphinius and Flynn. Uh, okay. Um... Just straight 18 for Flynn. Okay. Unless you wanted to add anything to it. The roll was 18. And it was 10 for Elthinius? Mm-hmm. It's 18, There's an odd sensation in the air here. There is some type of arcana undertones of of magic pulsating through the the ruins the the trees the the fauna here and it is not it's very unnerving it is not a comfortable feeling uh 
Evil Doom! <laughs> Ahead, you hear... Well, either Disturb is eating again, or there's a bully walk up there. I'm sorry, what? It's okay. Does it sound like like that, or does it sound like it might be a language or something, or like there's another T-Rex up ahead? Uh, no, it sounds like some type of... But there's something weird there. More of a structure to those those odd, unusual sounds. How long does uh, Pass Without a Trace last? An hour. Okay, yeah, so it's, it's dropped by now. What would you guys like to do? Scout ahead. Sneak up on it. Okay. Send a little fairy dragon and take a look. Okay, so you're going to send him up? Yeah. And I've forgotten. Can, can you look through his eyes? How does that work? He's a familiar. I don't know how that works, to be honest. If it's straight up familiar, then yeah, you can up to like 100 feet or something like that. Yeah, it's cast familiar. It's literally a familiar. Uh, while I, he's doing that, uh, Flynn's that going to... Uh, fireball. Flynn's going to take a uh, perch on a, a log and pull out his ritual book and start the process of ritually casting comprehend languages. Okay. Fine, familiar. Da, 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 da. While your familiar is within 100 feet of you... Uh, you can communicate with it telepathically. Additionally, as an action, you can see through your familiar's eyes and hear what it hears until the start of your next turn. How far away are we from the voice that it sounds like? Uh, you, you would say probably, um, you know, a couple hundred feet. So you probably need to get a little bit closer in order to look through your the eyes of your... I was going to say... I... If we can get within six feet, I can use Divine Sense to see if it's evil or good in there. Yeah, I think you can sense certain types of uh, beings, right? Mm-hmm. Undead, fiend, celestial. Okay. I can detect you an evil, but I got to be within six feet. That I have to ignore the bard when he's around the tavern. But, you know, other than that, I'm good. <laughs> Pretty woman, walk my uh -huh. way. Alright, one second here. So are you creeping closer to be able to use your familiar, bro? Uh, sure, why not? Okay. If you 
I shall go with him. Do you want to give me a stealth check for both of you? Let's just leave the paladin here. <laughs> Why? Because nobody had time for that. After I, I trip on a vine and go feet first. <laughs> on the first step, yeah. Maybe no, you tripped over a vine and then tripped me by the looks of my stealth check. All right, with a 2 and 11. <laughs> yep, yep. You guys. <laughs> oh. Oh. Shh. 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 <laughs> Uh, <laughs> don't you shh me. Don't you <laughs> Flint, Flint's trying to maintain concentration on his ritual casting. <laughs> no, dear lord, no. Hooray. <laughs> oh, what's the... Hey, you guys did it again. Uh, with an average of a seven. Very hey. You're stealth. You're able to maneuver closer to the, the site. <laughs> better, better to be lucky than good. <laughs> <laughs> the dense jungle lightens slightly to reveal the remains of an ancient structure. Vine-covered shells of walls and stairs remain. Moss-covered statues dot the area. And the center of the, of the structure, a slightly raised platform can be seen. A campsite is here. The tents seem tossed and rent. Bodies lie on the old stones as hunched figures move through the campsite. Several newly placed chests can be seen in the tents. How far away are we? Uh, I mean, you're about, you know, 100 feet or so. Uh, you, you see these hunched uh, creatures and they're... They, they're frog-headed, amphibious humanoids that um, wearing these. Uh, they're fiends. Crude no, armor and, and simple, simple weapons. Um, they've got gray, green, and gray, and mottled yellow skin that kind of shifts through shades of gray, green, and brown, uh, which probably would allow them to blend into their surroundings really easily. Do this look like this is their camp, or like they have raided this camp? This, I mean, the campsite looks I, I, like I, I, it. I'm not there, so right. This is the familiar seeing this. But. Yeah, in, in a quick assertion of what the through the familiar's eyes, you know, these tents look a bit too well made for bullywugs. <laughs> for these guys, yeah. And there are bodies laying around um, on, on the ground. Are they full of bullywog spears and, and arrows? Um, it's hard to tell from this area. You'd have to probably fly the uh, the the fairy dragon a bit closer. You're like just flying it up in the in the tree tops right now. What do they appear to be doing? Just walking around, milling around, or are they? They appear to be picking through the remains of the campsite. Um, I mean, if uh, just a non-educated guess, you, a couple of them look to be in an argument over something um, that they want. Uh, one of them seems to be a little bit further away than, than the others. Um, the the others are just kind of milling around the the campsite. How many? 
Uh, quick assertion is somewhere between four and seven. You're, you you would guess. It's hard to tell from here. Well, we could wait them out and see if they leave. Or I could walk in, say hi, and start throwing the you know, crystal sword, long sword around. How many of them were there? Four to seven. Yeah. Okay. If you wait ten minutes, Flynn will be will at least understand some of what they're saying. He can't necessarily communicate with them, but that's up to you. But he's also not there, well, so it's I'm going to keep decide what you're doing. I'll keep an eyeball on him for now. I ain't going back. I'll crunch his all hell. You go back and get Flynn. I'm not kidding, Flynn. I'm just keeping an in eye In 10 minutes, him. Flynn will come up. Flynn is going to come to us in 10 minutes. How do you know? Because that's what he told us before he settled down and did his thing. Okay. I'm going to check you for earwax. What, what's back. Storm doing? Uh, keeping an eye on Flynn while he's doing his ritual. He's protecting him. Okay. Well, I'm just going to make myself comfortable. Lay down, nice comfortable position, pierce through the weeds at him. Try to be as still as possible so I don't make a whole bunch of noise. So you, you just see them continue their squabbling and moving around. You see one wander into a tent. You can see the tent um, flaps that are not still upright, bouncing around with, with them inside it, just belt, you know, essentially just messing around inside turning things even more over than they already were, shaking things out. Um, one of them is trying to um, use his spear on a chest and he, and he just he can't get that open. Um, he uh, it gets mad and, and starts wailing on it with a stick. Um, <laughs> uh, the, the other one... That so comes... Mensa members is what we're seeing here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, another one of the slightly uh, um, slightly larger kind of comes into the middle of the thing and he's holding his arms up and he's he's doing something you don't know what he's doing but uh, <laughs> not sure he does either so, when, whenever you think it's been 10 minutes then that's when I will attempt to move forward so with when in storm. Althinius has started putting voices to them and is tell, saying saying what they're saying. Oh, God. <laughs> My fellow Frogians. <laughs> um, yeah, basically something along that. You know, <laughs> it's been ten minutes. I gotta, I've got to so, keep myself amused. Behind you, you can hear just a slight whisper of, of Flynn finishing his ritual casting. And he is now able to understand languages. All right. Then Flynn and Storm will attempt to move <laughs> My fellow forward. Flynn. I like that. I'm going to use that. So you, uh, give me a stealth check for Flynn and Storm. Oops, sorry, that was survival, not stealth. <laughs> Don't roll survival. Flynn is pretty not... <laughs> sure he knows which way to go. <laughs> and this is not a safe campsite. <laughs> oh, yeah, now he gets it. All right, he gets an 11. Twenty-two. I think that's gonna. Oh yeah, yeah. 
So the gnome and the the uh, uh, druid move closer and they creep up behind you guys as you're laying in the jungle grass. As uh, as Flynn gets closer, he, he can begin to make out voices. It won't open! My fellow Frogians, we <laughs> have... That's right! <laughs> we have conquered this in the name of our god. This dragon and his lackeys were nothing for the skilled weapons of the bullywog. And they all go blub, 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 blub. in in uh, pride, apparently. Some, <laughs> some kind of big so, ego boost. Like I said, I can send Max up that look around now, too, but okay. does, does it actually look like they killed these th people? Or did they just come I across? Mean... A camp that's been overrun by a T-Rex or something. <laughs> I mean, there are some spears sticking in a couple of them. Whether they were placed there after the fact, <laughs> you don't know. Um, some of them look like really rent up, but, um, you know, hey, that might be a thing the bully boys could do. I'm going to try something. I'm going to have no Max land on a branch. Up near, up behind them, and I'm going to use through Max minor illusion to make a the roaring sound that the T Rex made to a, at us while we were in the arena. Okay. <laughs> uh, in an attempt to deceive them into thinking there might be a T Rex over. Them. No, not the Frogians. It's so. <laughs> Oh crap! Um, <laughs> <laughs> he kind of stops and puts his arms down and grabs a hold of a weapon. They all oh, stop crap. and they're like standing up. They're they're looking back out of the ruins, kind of in your general direction, but they're they're looking out. Is is it is it big one? Hold on, I'm trying to see. <laughs> and he moves a little bit more. Are you? Did you only do it once? Uh, I'll do it a second time. Yeah, I think we're. Oh, oh, shit! Um, <laughs> oh, uh oh. Uh... Let's see. With illusion, I guess they can attempt to determine what is it. Yeah, Cause it's, cause they... it's not. It's they... not a very big spell. It's not a. Yeah, they failed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> A five? I mean, would it would they would it have to be better than a five? Yes, yes, it would have to be better than a five. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, they, they. Oh, 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 um, bad bodies, bad big one. One of them's pointing at it. Oh, make you smart. Uh, Oogla rock. How about you throw them in the water? What water? <laughs> and they're, they're now arguing over where they should put the bodies because they're worried about the smell of blood bringing in some kind of carnivore. Let's uh, worry, fellow bullywoggins. Our I, uh, God will save us. I saw where he uh, made the illusion, right? I mean, you heard sound. it. You heard the sound, yeah. Yeah, you wouldn't have been, probably been able to see Max up in the tree in that distance. Okay. 
What's the distance on that? 30 feet? And never mind. Bad idea. I was going to make up another one with thermochargy, but I can only do 30 feet. And Yeah, never mind. Bad so, idea. So the, the, the one that seems to be the center, please, does appear to be quite nervous. And so he's... He's gathering them all all together near him. Let's get it close. But I shall sing us an ode. Oh, good. An ode. Shut up. All right. Glog. He's going into some. Oh, my God. You see a couple of them wincing behind him. But you do feel a weird surge of magic in the area. As he's singing? Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So there's weird stuff going on here. And he's mentioned their god several times, so I'm a little worried about... Uh, Maybe he's a cleric. <laughs> a cleric or paladin, or if, they're ha- if they felt a renewed... Because, uh, again, someone is supposed to be supposedly returning their... God, if you will. But I wonder if they are actually, if they have any Bullywug allies yet, or if their plan is to somehow raise the God and have control over it or something to control them. Not totally sure about this whole plan of this disciple of Sardor. Not sure he's completely thought it through either. <laughs> if he's the disciple, I'm pretty sure he has <laughs> Now, while this is all going on, um, Storm's eyes catch small little movement in the grass and the moss and the vines around the campsite. And you see a good solid 20 or so frogs coming into the, the circle of the ruins up to the individual that's doing the clog. And... Uh, bro, while he's... I'm going to quietly intone something under my breath, center it on him, and cast Shatter. Okay. What is the, what is the range for Shatter? While, while he's singing, because number one, his singing is really bad. Um, <laughs> the range is 60 feet. Okay, so you need to get closer. You guys got within 100 feet or so. So you, you could do a stealth check while he's singing. All right, I'll, I'll do that while he's quote-unquote singing. Okay. You may be able to cast through your... I'm not I, sure. There I can't. Something... It, it has to be a touch spell. Gotcha. You can, you can deliver touch spells through your familiar, but not uh, other That's, ones. So give me a stealth check for Elphinius. Kind of creeps up through the the, lar- the hip-high grass. 14. And you, he starts to move forward. And that one, as he's going his... And you can see his, like his, the bottom part of his... His throat is swelling out. He's going, and as he does, he makes eye contact with Elphidius. <laughs> as you're moving toward him, and he, it comes out as a glog. He finishes it, but he's like pointing uh, hectically in your direction. And do the others catch on? <laughs> well, that's a four. They haven't got on. They're like, yeah, Rugog, Rugog. Uh, and he was like, no, no. And, and now we're going to go to combat here. One second. Oh, jeez. 
any closer. Well, we need to stop whatever they're doing, and I needed to stop that singing because it wasn't. <laughs> Granted, yes, it was terrible, but okay. All right, so we're gonna still say disturbed is is back here. How far away was that T Rex? How long ago was that? Oh, that, that was hours that was ago. more than an hour ago. I mean, that yeah. doesn't mean he didn't catch our scent and is following us. But as of right no, now, no, I was gonna say we can go back get the T Rex and have it chase us into the camp. I don't, I don't think we need to fight two things at once. <laughs> we don't, we wouldn't be fighting two things at once. The frog people be killing the T Rex. We'd be watching. Rich, Rich, this is D and D. We don't need to be fighting more than one thing at once. <laughs> but, but, I say my and you've seen what our sound. logic is like today. We'd be fighting all the things. Your logic is sound. How is your rolling? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Pretty good, actually, so far, except for stealth. <laughs> Dude, I'm gonna try this, this super struggle in the jungle. Fat music here. One second. See what it sounds like. Are we rolling initiative? I like it. Oh, I did. I thought that we were calling for it, but I just uh, didn't call yeah, it for it yet. Yeah, not sec. Uh, let me. Oh, okay. Good. Get this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now go ahead and roll your initiative. Oh, good. Uh, it's one point better. Ooh, mine's way better. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. A-boom. A-shaka-a-boom. Shaka-laka-laka-boom. A-shaka-laka-laka. All right. All right, so we've got a, a 19 for Flynn, 16 for Disturb, 22 for Storm, and 8 for Elthinias. So, as as Elthinias gets to the edge of the clearing, just in, in range to try to do his shatter, they start screeching and hollering and, and pointing out toward the... Uh, pointing out toward the... The incoming bard creeping along the forest edge, and Storm feels like he can do something. Now, granted, he's still about a hundred feet back. I'm trying to decide what Storm would actually do here. <laughs> uh, Storm, it'll be Storm, then Flynn, then a couple of them actually go. Uh, you said about 120 feet. Or, Correct. Uh, about 100. About 100 feet, because you you okay. moved up to them. All right. Uh, storm. Hold on a second. This spell is a lot longer than I thought it was. <laughs> <laughs> so many words. 
All right. Uh, okay. Storm, losing up to his name. Uh, uh, holds his hands above his head and moves in sort of a circular motion and uh, starts speaking in hushed draconic, not draconic, draconic, a druidic. Oh, okay. And a large uh, storm cloud starts to appear in the sky only fairly low down in the sky above where the uh, bullywogs are. Okay. Uh, let's see the size of it. As Storm is calling that magic, I need him to make a concentration check. natural 20 for 22 very nice so as you do this you're feeling the magic coursing through you but you feel it sur something surging underneath your feet and through the area just coiling in around your magic but you're able to retain and hold it okay then it's a 60 foot cloud actually Whoa. centered on the bully works <laughs> okay and a bolt of lightning flashes down from the uh, sky, uh, aiming at the uh, the former, the one who was singing. All right, formerly known as Bollywood Croker. Needs to make a dexterity saving throw, DC 15, aka worst bard ever. <laughs> hey, man, he's a uh, he, uh, yeah, probably. Uh, so he's got to make a dex save, right? Yep, DC 15. With a natural one to get a two. <laughs> yes. He is rude logged as up big time. <laughs> is that one of their it's... swear words, bro? Reglogged it or something? <laughs> rude log. Okay. Oh. <laughs> then the frog is struck by lightning and takes 23 points of lightning damage. There's a thunderous boom. <laughs> <laughs> he is still standing. Smoke is rising up into the air. And you can see his eyes, the pupils are like just massive. And he's standing there shaking somewhat. And then as a bonus action. Oops, wrong. I'm going to... turn into a giant constrictor snake. Oh god. And move 30 feet closer. Giant constrictor snake? Yep. And you move 50 feet closer? Uh, 30. Is, uh, 30 okay. So you're not quite on to that map yet. See how snake-like I can be. You okay. guys hear the shape of the druid shift, something familiar at this point now, and then suddenly this massive-looking snake 
is coiling into existence and rushing forward. Okay. And then goes to Flynn. All right. Um, should have thought of that. <laughs> Feel bad just straight up trying to kill these things, but they look mean. Or they, like they sound silly, but they look like maybe they tried to kill people. So I mean, I mean, uh, that's probably good. <laughs> <laughs> given the histories that you guys have already researched on them. Yes. Yeah. Flynn uh, is going to fire out a firebolt. Okay. And where would he like to send said firebolt? That's the one that was just struck by lightning. Why not? Why not? Up the not bard's arse. Yeah. <laughs> Do I have to make any kind of concentration or anything like that for this thing or not? Um, like what? Like what? Storm? No, I do I mean? you, you do not. Okay. Wait, what kind of spell is it? Uh, it's this uh, cantrip. Evoc evocation. Yeah. What was storms? Isn't that? Let me double check. says it somewhere conjuration yeah okay lighting was causes yes conjuration yeah. yeah you do not need to make it um for flynn yeah because that's evocation yeah all right so that was a 19 to hit oh yeah that that definitely hits and i assume it can go out at the 100 100 feet right 120 feet yeah, yeah. so the blast of, of this line of fire just washes into the area breaking the the uh, misty jungle air Eight points of fire damage. So the flame washes across his face just after the lightning smoke is rising up into the air. And he staggers back. He's still alive. Uh, but you can see scarred blisters across the, his amphibious skin. Flynn's going to move uh, 25 feet closer and step into a bush. Okay. He can go 35 if you'd like. Oh, yeah, that's right. I can. All right. Yeah, 35. All right. Almost anywhere nearby, over near where Althinis is. You are getting, um, you, you run past the snake just a little bit, who looks rather quizzically at the gnome that is out distancing the giant frame. He usually doesn't run toward the battle. Yeah. Tell he's he's going from bush to bush to the battle, you know? Dun, 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 dun. All right. That's Flintstone. And then it goes... To our good buddy, Rooglogger. Um, Rooglogger's sizzle pants? Rooglog. He's like, oh my god. <laughs> he goes running out of sight, ducking behind the the remnants of, of what appears to be a tent. And you can hear some kind of chanting behind the, the tent. That's all you can really make out uh <laughs> Phineas. <laughs> and then this guy's like 
He comes running right as fast as his froggy legs will carry him. Oh. Oh, hold up. Can they not actually run? Uh, they well, they, they, I mean... They, they can probably cover big distances by hopping, I would presume. So he ran... 20 feet standing leap. So he kind of... He started here, and he went 5, 10, 15, 20 in a leap. And then he... That's as far as he could get. <laughs> uh, they don't appear to be moving very fast on land. In bounding leaps, basically, as he's heading toward uh, Elthinius. That was essentially his dash. Then it goes to disturb. No, there's no grid where I'm at. How far? Can, how far forward can I get? So basically, if you were going to um, dash, you could get to where Elthinius is. If you move your standard speed, you'd still not be on the map. Would I be able to cast anything? Uh, it depends on the range of the casting. But if you only walk forward 30 feet, it's then the, yes. It's a touch. A, a touch. Mm -hmm. If you if you dash. Um, you would touch. you wouldn't be able to do it unless it was like a bonus action. A dash is a full round action. Yeah. Yeah. And a uh, second level spell can't be a bonus action. Not unless it says it. It'll tell you uh, the time in the time column. Like if it says one B A, that's a bonus action. It's, uh... So you could dash no, it's and do a Okay, it's, a, it's an action. Yep. Alright, run me up by, uh... Okay, go ahead and move your token where you'd like to be, on his left or right. Uh, yeah. There you I go. I don't think that's gonna happen. Disturb yeah. comes oh. running up. My huh? bad, it's each creature within five feet of I where thought the, the thing the hit. Uh, within five feet? Yeah, of where he was. It would have come right down on, basically right down on him. It would have gotten three of them, uh, of the other Bullywooks. So they'll have to make the dex as well. Oh yeah, they're going to do great with this. Uh, <laughs> Another thing, I guess. <laughs> first one. A 14? DC 15. Second one. An 18. He succeeds. He takes half. And the last one, three. <laughs> All right. So two of them take 23 <laughs> points of damage, and one of them takes 11 points of damage. Okay. Oh. Um, so 
instantly two are killed <laughs> right there <laughs> this is the guy running he's leaving a trail of smoke behind him as he's running for Elphidius uh, so we're gonna do that one 23 23 and the other one was 11 yep so yeah the one that succeeded was 11 okay I just have a bonus action I'd like to do please yep what would you like to do when you're, when you're done killing your frogs <laughs> yes what's your bonus action I'm going to drop a surgical hammer on the toad's head that's running at us. Alright. So it's flying Gotta right above be, him, basically? Yeah, basically the hammer's going to drop down on him. Alright, so the spiritual weapon cuts through the canopy, comes down like a shaft of light. And go to make your attack. Twenty. It hits. <laughs> Streaming some smoke behind him. Nine points. <laughs> Pushy. Down he goes. I just kind of look cockeyed like, really? All right, end of your turn. <laughs> yeah, that's all I got. Goes to Elthinius. About <laughs> frick time. So you see one still up there with his eyes just hang <laughs> massively huge and his mouth hanging open. And you hear some kind of chanting going on behind the tent. So I'm going to swirl my cape around me and pop up behind this table over here. Oh, how far does that take you? I can take me up to 500 feet. Holy crap, that's awesome. Right there. Mm-hmm. Can I see the bullywug? Croker? Um Yes. As you materialize you hear He's like chanting frantically. <laughs> um let's see. You also notice some dead like a dead dragonborn to your left, torn pages of some something all scattered about um, a few other individuals with them of various races most of the dragonborn also dead some like their heads crushed in it, it's, it's a massacre okay so it looks like that's probably going to be it for me because okay that is an action. It so. is an action. Yeah. Oh wait. 
Uh, as a bonus action, I will cast Shillelagh on my Bandal on my Bandalore. Space banjo. And since that was an action, I'm going to go ahead. You know what? Sorry, I get trying to figure out how to get back to the window. One over here. Okay. Ooga Uh, so it, you rush up on this bull, bullywug croaker, whose eyes widen, and you can see him scrabbling around for some type of weapon on his side. Alright, end of your turn. It goes back to Storm. Uh, Storm's gonna move another 30 feet closer. Okay. Uh, so that would put you under the grid, right? Yeah, right there. Uh, and then, as a boastmas action, another bolt of lightning comes down from the cloud. Oh. Okay. Same spot? Nope. Different spot. This time, on the frog you can see. Who's <laughs> still standing there with his mouth open. That's a big R snake! Okay, um, what is he uh, up DC 15 dex save. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, which he fails with a 10. Uh. Ooh, not as nearly as good a roll as the last one. 11 points of lightning damage. 11 points, okay. So it blasts him. You can almost see the outline of his skeletal frame for a second, but he's still standing, staggered, and smoking. All right. That's what Storm can do. All right. Then goes to Flanagan. And fire a firebolt at the frog. He can see. <laughs> All right. Let it rip. Natural one for Ooh, a nine. That does miss. It scorches off to the the right, lacing into some of the the tent, and you can see a flicker of flame as it burns a hole through the side. Yep. It's about right. All right, that's Flynn. All right. So the. The um, Bullywug Croaker surges up to his feet from his frantic praying position and um, leaps forward to bite the, the incoming bard. With a 15. Hmm? What? What's trying, going on? He's trying to bite. Mama! He's he's trying to uh, bite Elphinius with a fifteen. I think that might do it. Elphinius has a yes, a fifteen arm class, so it does connect. So these jagged little teeth uh, along the inside of this bullywug's mouth rip into your arm, 
and you take a total of five points of piercing damage. Fightful Muscovitz. He's like shaking his head. And he, and he spits out your arm. And it then goes to the, the smoking bullywug here. Smoking? Who, uh, decides to run in panic. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, he runs to here and then does a leap. 5, 10, 15, 20. And he's leapt off and he's running into the forest. Ooh, get it, <laughs> and it goes to Disturbed. We're just thinking this is way too easy. <laughs> um, each square is five, right? Yes. I'd like to move 60, uh, action and everything. Dashing in? Yeah, it should put me in front of the tent if I go straight ahead. Let me see. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 55, 60. You could get to there if you wanted. Yeah, I'll go there. I'll also move my uh, hammer 60 forward. Uh, I don't think it goes 60. Yeah, it can go 20. Want to float it toward the center of camp? Yeah. And there's 20. Okay. Um. Okay, I'm not arguing the fact, but spiritual weapon has 60 foot as a uh, casting. That's range. the casting. Yeah, you, you can and then cast if you read it. it. It says you can move. Oh, it. 20. Okay. Yeah, 20 feet. I'm sorry. You're fine. It's Absolutely. a really cool spell. <laughs> yeah. But it is... There's, there's limitations to it. Nah. And, uh... Yeah, I'm just gonna yell. Where are you going? <laughs> Get back here! Alright. That's all I got. It goes to Elphinius. <laughs> I should club him upside the head with my... <laughs> Shalaleeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeee
and then it goes to storm. Now, here's the question. <laughs> is our buddy up there in the trees, is he more than 30 feet from where the croaker was initially? All right, so he was originally, well, the original croaker was right here. That would be 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. Then he's still under the cloud. Oh, crap! <laughs> and another lace of lightning is going to come down, right down on him. Another DC 15 deck save. And he gets a two. The natural one. <laughs> oh, wow. <coughs> then he takes 12 points of lightning damage. He's running, and then boom! There's a big clap of thunder, and he's falling. <laughs> and he rolls to the, into the ground in the vines and lays still. Charred smell of ozone filling the air. So is the the original Bullywog? Is he still under the cloud too? Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yep, he is. <laughs> oh, it's just God. you're really close to him. Yeah. Yeah. And it yeah. would hit you. <laughs> Does it? Oh. In five feet. Depending on where I I could in theory True. land it, but I'm playing with the fact that I can't have it. I don't have a real good view of him because of True. that tent. Yeah, oh, so can't. it's not it's not an automatic target thing. It's something you have to be able to see. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I'd bring it within 15. I don't have to bring it down on their head. I could bring it down on the other side of him, but I technically can't see that right now. Right. Yeah. I have to be able to see the space I'm bringing it down to onto or not be worried about anyone that's there. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. I was just curious. I'm not sure how that spell works. So. Then goes to Flynn. Uh, Flynn will run up beside the snake. Okay. Quick look around. Run up a little bit further. And go one just, more if you want it. Yeah, I've, I've, these are close to being okay. near. Okay, yeah, yeah. But he might just duck his head into the tent there and have a look, just glance to make sure there isn't a bullywog in there. Yeah, good call, good call. So you kind of glance around the corner. There is not. Um, there's just uh, broken up uh, supplies and boxes and... Um, what looks to be maybe bullywog excrement. Uh, beyond that, not, no living creature in there. Or dead. Okay. Then, uh, I don't think I can really see him. Either way, Athenius would be in the way. So, that's what Flynn's going to do. Okay. And... Then goes to the bullywog croaker. I'll tell you a tale of a marshy doom. So yeah, Flynn can actually understand him. Uh, that's what you're hearing. It's, gotcha. It's, he's telling a tale of a marshy doom. Oh, and he's thinking. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. So Elthinius, Disturbed, and Flynn need to make a DC 12 wisdom saving throw. I think Flynn gets, or, uh, yeah, Flynn gets Vange, or the plus two. Is it within 10 feet of you? Uh, yeah, the aura, yeah. Okay. It'd be a uh, saving throw, yeah. I also have advantage if it's a magic. It's a 
Hold on a second, let me double check. It's, so, it's not just straight up magic. That's wisdom? Uh, it is wisdom, correct. Yeah, it's a dome thing. It's a little... It's, a little, it's not just um, straight up magic. 17? 17, you succeed. Actually, uh, how, 19 plus 2. How about Elthinius? Uh, an 11 from Elthinius, okay. Uh, 21 from Flint. 21 from Flint, okay. So a, a crashing field of psychic energy... Uh, slams into the mind of everyone. Uh, Elthinius takes the full seven points of psychic damage. Um, but Flynn and Disturbed only take four. A creature that fails the saving throw also has disadvantage on constitution saving throws until the end of the next turn. So uh, Elthinius would have a disadvantage on con saving throws. Mm-hmm. I right. have a question. Yes. You always do. Well, that's how I learn things. No, because then you forget it. That's the question. <laughs> do I have to see the person that damages me for hellish rebuke to work? Uh, what does it say? Yeah, we'll say it in the spell. Well, I'm trying to find it. That's the problem. I can't. Uh, look under your features and traits. Uh, I think it's near the bottom of your list. Hellish Rebuke. Click on that. That uh, you can see. One reaction which you can take in response to being damaged by a creature within 60 feet of you that you can see. So you have to see him. Alrighty. That's yeah. the end of the Croker's turn, and it goes to Disturbed. Can I see him there? Uh, just the edges of it. Yep. So you come racing up alongside of the the bard. Yeah. Well, I got thirty feet of movement, but the tent's in the way. like to attack him but you can attack him from there you're in that square hmm. actually I got a better idea I'm gonna cast whole person on it. Cast hold person? Mm-hmm. Alright. 
Uh, wisdom save a 13. 13. Okay, one second. Wisdom save. An 11. Yep, he's a hold. Thank you for holding. Please hold. So he is... Paralyzed. Paralyzed for the duration. Up to one minute. Uh, at the end of each of its turns, it can take another wisdom saving throw. On a success, it ends. Um, wow. Does that include... Not... Paralyzed is... It's not he's on the great damage. It's what? No, uh, the whole person is pretty pretty badass. Yeah, in other words, you could do damage to this thing and it does not break the spell. Well, actually, what I was thinking about is making him shut up. Well, that definitely did it. And as a bonus action, I want to move my flying sword. Flying sword? <laughs> my hammer. Close. Okay, so... 5, 10, 15... 20. It should be on the table. Yeah, right there. So there, there's a sudden flurry of, of divine energies from the the, pal, the paladin. Um, and you also feel an odd coursing through the, the magic potential here, so I need you to make a uh, constitution saving throw, or a concentration check, essentially. So just make a con save. Is it save or just a con check? I can't remember. Well, uh, 17 on the save. save. Okay, good. Yep, you're fine. You were able to hold it, but some unusual magical energy is is definitely interfering with certain types of spells here. Yeah, it's a concentration, so... So the, the Bullywood Croaker is like, his face is frozen, and, and it, it is last part of his chant. And he's... He is not looking great here. Guys, we have a minute before this drops, so what we're going to do, let's do it. It goes to Elthinius. Conk. Who can group this? Uh, go ahead and make an attack, bro. Oh, Wait, does he have advantage because he's on the ground? Well, he's, he's paralyzed. Paralyzed. Yeah, he's... I rolled, I rolled a 26. I'm, I'm, I'm fine. Yeah. And it's an auto crit. Yeah, I think it's an auto crit. So uh, and I just and I just rolled a one d eight plus four. I rolled an eight. So, uh, <laughs> so literally the head of the thing flies off under the blow of the shillelagh. Well, it's death four, metal. Before, so it'd be more like of a crush of skull, but you know, like when you accidentally step on a toad. Yeah, and he just invented death metal. So the the body just well he invented head banging goes goes limp. God. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> and silence is is coming back across the, the the jungle. There are burnt out corpses of now uh, bullywugs all over the place, including the other ones. And Storm picks up a sensation through his slithering form. 
ground moving? Yes. Um. Well, that could be a bit of a oh. Bursting out of the tree cover, leaping across the the stoned walled structure. This massive, almost it's an amphibious looking creature that is is a huge considered a huge monstrosity it's as big as an elephant and has four tentacles a thick rubbery hide a fang filled maw with a prehensile tongue and an extendable stalk supporting three bulbous eyes that face in different directions and it comes crashing into the area that sensation of of unusual magic is is filling the area Like it got worse as he got closer? Yes. Gotcha. And I need y'all one second to roll initiative again. I'm just going to look at uh, the bard and say is that God? Might be the big brother. It's me. <laughs> no, no, it's me, man. Ten. Ten for disturbed. Eight for storm. With advantage. Yeehaw! A twelve for Flynn. And for Athenius. A nine! Uh, don't worry, I don't roll very well on my initiative with this thing. Uh, it got a 10. So, as this creature comes crashing in toward the center of the ruins, Flynn's eyes dart to the side as it watches as that massive frame filling the space and feels like he can react. Well, it worked once before. He's going to cast fly on himself and shoot his <laughs> feet up into the air. <laughs> All right. So taking his moment of, of, of uh, clarity, the gnome rockets off the ground again. Uh, yep, and he's going to go right up in the air. Full 60 feet? Yep. All right. And it goes to Disturbed. What would you like to do? I shall shake my head and say, here we go again, and full on charge. Okay, go ahead and move yourself over there. If I move next to the tent, um, right there, am I within, I think that's, that's, just... that's within five feet of him. Yep. Uh, do you have enough movement? You were right here. So five, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Yeah. I shall scream. Hi, big boy. And attack him with the sword. 
Alright, ha, big boy! Uh, <laughs> one of its eyes centers in on the paladin. <laughs> uh, okay, go ahead and attack. I, I was just warming up on that one. Hold on. Seriously. Oh no! The sword bounces off the the rubbery hide. The paladin swings it again, and it bounces off that rubbery hide. I'll move my spiritual weapon and see if he does any better. Okay, the weapon moves. Now, can you do an attack with the weapon and move in the same turn? I can't remember. I should yeah, be able. Can. It's a bonus action to do the weapon thing. Right, right. I just wasn't sure if it was a bonus action to either attack or move it. I, I Seriously? Twenty-three to hit. Twenty-three. That that does hit. So the the, the hammer goes and and slams into the the side of the uh, the. Four damage. Four damage. All right. We're I on the look, map. I just look at the hammer like really. And then he goes to its turn. Wait, didn't it get a 10? I thought... Didn't Storm get a 12? No, uh, Storm, Storm get a 9. Nope, my bad. Yeah. Well, then I know got double digits. <laughs> oh, and he <laughs> already... Never, sorry, never mind. I'm... Yeah. I'm we have not come all around again. I apologize. We, we have not. No. Elthinius is still relishing in his shillelagh work. Um, all right. Would this be considered our warm-up session? So we remember how to play then next session we play? <laughs> uh, well, hopefully there is a next session, right? <laughs> With these characters. Um, let us see. The frog hemoth goes suddenly darts forward, mouth wide open, and it's um, bites down on top of the pallet. I bet this is what actually took out this camp. <laughs> um, with an eighteen. Quite a low roll for it. I, I, I just bring the shield up and cover my head. So that massive, just crushing uh, motion of the, of its bite is is blocked. It rears back and then slams back down again with another bite. This time getting a 20. Um, Can I do the shit, the... the protection for myself <laughs> no no damn it with that's, a bleak of an eye not... you see the paladin was there and then suddenly he is swallowed into the creature huh? disturbed takes a total of oh <laughs> disturbed takes a total of 35 piercing damage and Ouch. you are... I rolled two tens and a nine. Wow. Wow. 
and you are blinded, restrained, but you have total cover against attacks and other effects outside <laughs> of the creature. And you are in its gullet. And you can still attack with advantage. disadvantage. Yeah. Yeah, 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 you but. can. Uh, so yeah, that happened. So the <laughs> paladin is inside. And the thing takes off moving. And a tentacle slashes out toward the um, the bard. Oh man, natural one for an eleven. So it snakes out. Elthidis is able to to leap by it, and then another one is coming in. Wow, for 14, so he missed the bard both times. Wow. The bard is dancing. He is. <laughs> and with a final uh, FU, <laughs> the, the creature lashes out with its tongue. Are you fine? Yep, you are. The tongue snaps out, and I need you to make a strength saving throw, bro. A good one. Uh, can we just fail it now? Cause... Well, actually, you're getting a plus two because the paladin is inside. <laughs> the paladin's him. close by. That's your yeah, <laughs> yeah, All right, so 15 plus another two. That's 17. Oh, so close. Uh, you needed an 18. Uh, and it snaps you from where you were to within five feet of it. And you... The tongue peels off you as it, in a quick snap. And from there, it goes to you. Oh, I'm so excited. I just can't hide it. <laughs> you hear this guttural language being growled at you. Flynn can understand. You can appears to be a name. It said, it said a name? It did. Oogly grew up. Oh. Cool. As long as it's not calling itself Oogly Grub. Eh. What is Elthinius doing? Hang on, I'm dealing with stuff here too. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Storm is on deck for next, John. Yep. Uh, levitate. Ooh. Okay, okay, okay. Um, levitation on who? On it. On it. Okay. And does, what does it need to do? Does it make like a counteractive? Con 15. Con 15? Yep. And how far up does it go in that turn? 
it rolled a 22 con save. Yeah, it's fine. Okay. With a flashing of fingers, um, Elthinius uh, tries to aggressively use the levitate, but the creature is able to shrug it off. What type of spell is levitate? Is that conjuration? think so. Uh, levitate. Transmutation. Okay. No. Okay. Is that the end of Elphineas's turn? There's have some real life stuff going on at the moment. Well, let's go to Storm's turn. Yeah, that's good enough for me. Just move on from Nico. Okay. Um, well, I do have one question because I've continued to read this spell that I cast a while ago. What was the weather like during the day before we came across in this place? Was it bright and sunny or was it stormy? Or was it, it... it was probably most likely bright and sunny. You know, okay, still mist, misty mornings in the jungle, but. All right. If there were storm clouds, then I got control of the storm clouds and actually do more damage. Right, right, right. But if it's not, that's okay. Well, this thing is underneath the cloud, which still exists. It does. It is. And so lightning is going to come down behind it, so it's more than five feet away from Althinius. Okay. And it needs to make a DC 15 dexterity save. Okay. Which it fails. All right. Then. Uh, it takes 24 points of lightning damage. So there's a, a rippling effect across its body. Uh, in your quick assessment, maybe you didn't do as much damage as you would have guessed, but yep. there's some type of aftermath effect uh, kind of crackling across it. And um, you can see that like its muscles are somewhat locking up and then loosening, then locking up and loosening. It's, it's like a residual effect going across the, its body. All right. Uh, and then I'm going to attempt to strike it as my, in my snake form. Okay. I have to look at that again to see what its attacks are. How, what size is this thing? Considered it is considered huge. huge. Oh, well, so am I. I'm going to attempt to constrict it. Oh, all right. And how uh, are you constricting? That is a 22 to hit. That definitely hits. All right. Well, then I would do it 
giant corkscrew would do. I will snake around it and attempt to squeeze it. All right. Now, does it need to make a, like a some type of strength check or? No. Uh, because I hit. Uh, hit. And it will now take bludgeoning damage and is considered grappled with DC 16 escape. It'll take bludgeoning damage and it's considered a grappled. Okay. Uh, so go ahead and roll your damage. Eleven plus fifteen points of uh, bludgeoning damage. Very nice. Okay, so you crash into it. It it staggers out slightly and um, sh shakes its head as the your body coils around it, attempting to hold the massive creature in place. Yep. Inside, Disturb sees the, the walls, of the, <laughs> the gullet walls with the creature kind of compact slightly. I'm trying to make him throw up. That's what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. Like make him regurgitate. Is it my turn? Uh, is that the end of Storm's turn? Yes. Then it goes back to Flynn. Damn. All right. Flying high above in the sky. Um... I know that would have been, that's not going to work. <laughs> um, I am going to, uh, spit out a word of magical origin okay and a crack sounds out and the has to make an intelligent saving throw dc 16 okay what kind of spell it is enchantment hmm. okay uh, you are fine and it needs to make an intelligence DC 16 intelligence saving throw, yeah. With a negative three, it fails. Okay. <laughs> then it takes 18 points of psychic damage and it loses, okay. re it loses its reaction. Okay. And on its next turn, it, loses, it can't take reactions and it can choose to move or attack. Or it can choose to move or use an action. Okay. No or bonus action. It gets one one thing. Gotcha. So it'll choose whether it wants to take one of its, a you know, take an action or move. Yeah, exactly. Move, action, or bonus action, and it gets has no reactions. Okay. All right, end of Flynn's turn. That is the end of Flynn's turn. It goes to a Disturbed. Um... Now, on the start of your of the turn, disturbed, you take a total of seven points of acid damage from being in this creature's gullet. So you're blinded. You're restrained. Blinded means uh, you automatically fail any ability check that requires sight. And attack rolls against you have advantage, and your attack rolls have disadvantage. 
with being restrained, you have no speed, um, and you still get the, the disadvantage to your attack rolls and advantage on you. And you have disadvantage on dexterity saving throws. Yeah, which means and you can I'm, still attack with. I'm about to cause some serious indigestion because I'm going to cast Telus Rebuke with the reaction. Okay. Uh, okay, yeah, because you're getting hit by the acid damage. Go ahead. Does it need to make any saves? Yeah, um, that's 22 damage, and it needs to make a uh, 13 dex. Half of it sa- if it saves. Okay, it's, restra- it's restrained. Yeah, it's it's restrained, so it has disadvantage. I believe so. You just yeah, that's yeah. what it was. How can you dodge away from something that's in your stomach? You really can't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and it didn't. <laughs> so, uh, it takes 22 points. It, suddenly, its mouth croaks. There's 22 points of fire damage. Uh, hold on just a moment. Boothab's still alive. He's it needs to make a constitution saving throw. Or it's going to throw you up. <laughs> yeah. And it freaking fails. Alright. <laughs> okay. At the end of that turn. Okay, so is there anything you would like to do? Um, you've, you've done the Hellish Rebuke. You can... Oh, I've, I've attacked yeah, that, was, I was say, that was your reaction, yeah. Yeah. All right, so you're, you're in there just... Uh, uh, start slashing is there any the way around. I can make this thing afraid of me while being inside it? I mean, it's projecting an aura. You could certainly try. Uh, it Does that take an action? I can't remember. Well, it's the uh, the aura I have. Anything that's scared to me is pretty much takes damage and is stuck there. You know, right. but I have to make it afraid of me somehow. So you'd have to do like a conquering presence. Uh, so you'd have to channel divinity. It would make a wisdom saving throw. And if they fail, it becomes frightened of you for a minute. That would be really funny, because if you make this thing afraid of you and you're still inside it. <laughs> <laughs> Although, I think with your current thing... Um, I think you're about to be expelled. Yeah, then. <laughs> actually, it makes their their speed is reduced to zero. They take three psychic damage if they start their turn in the aura. Yeah, that's Channel Divinity, right? It is. But that's if you, you know, if you make it. There's also Guided Strike. Um... If you really wanted to be able to hit it, because right now you're making attack rolls with disadvantage. Yeah, and I'm trying again. to find the guy's strike. That's under uh, what was that? a reaction. You know, that's as funny as it would, would be, you probably should just try to carve your way out. Well, I want to do the guy's strike just so I can make sure I hit the damn thing. Right, and that's a channel divinity too, isn't it? Yeah. It, it is. Yeah, Channel Divinity, Guided Strike. Features and traits. Um, where, where do you not, mark that I, off, I, anyway? Yeah, that's what I'm looking at. It would not be underneath your Channel Divinity. You there's, get, there's a spot. You get, where... you get like two, right? Or one. Well, I was looking at that. It, it, there's not a spot, at least. No, it's, under, it's under all. Under actions. Oh, it's under actions? Okay. Oh, yeah, there it is, right there. Yes, I will be using Channel Divinity for Guided Strike. All right. 
Germans affiliated with the Communist Party of China. So go ahead and make an attack with disadvantage, but add plus 10 to it. So that's 13 plus 10. So 13 plus 10, what, 22? That is cur... Or 23? No, 23. Yep, that definitely hits. So you, you reach out and just stab in with the, the crystalline longsword and just cut into into the the, the creature's body. I will also be as... I'll also be pumping in some smite on this oh, second okay. level. Okay. All right, second level. Let her let her rip. Plus five plus that's three d eight, I believe. Correct. Well, three d eight from the smite, and isn't there? Doesn't it also do a d eight, or is that you have? To well, yeah, your crystal, your crystalline longsword will do an additional damage. So that would be a total, and it's another d eight, right? Yeah, it's at one d eight. So you're gonna you'll it's five. Roll another one d eight. Add it to that, and then we'll roll your three d eight. You can also expend a charge on that blade if you wanted to to try to gain back um, hit points. Um, can I do that all in one round? Yeah, it's so. Um, yeah, when you do it, the sword has three charges and regains one d three expended charges daily. Done. When you hit a creature with an attack roll using the sword, you can expend one charge to regain a number of hit points equal to the extra radiant damage the the sword dealt. Um, it's a bonus action. You can also light it up to for bright light. Uh, you know, if you wanted to see. Okay. It, well, so. the extra damage is eight. So do I get eight would, points back? You would gain eight points back, and just mark off one of the charges on the sword. You just click on the sword in your actions, and there'll be charges up at the top. So we're at um, five. So you're up to thirteen points, and now you can roll your three d eight to add in the extra okay how, how many points of uh, healing do i get off the eight, eight that i just rolled eight, eight hit points is you it's equal to the amount you gained in the extra radiant damage so 36 to 70 yep Sixteen damage on the smite very nice. So that is a total of 29 damage altogether. All right. So the, <laughs> the, the creature, there's a sudden boom, a hellish rebuke. Smoke rolls out of its mouth. Then suddenly it lights up with the flashings of light. Um, you see it lurching back and forth and then it doubles over. Uh, retching. Oh, actually, yeah. What did you want to do? Anything else uh, with your bonus action? Virtual hammer. Why not? <laughs> the, ha the hammer's still out there. <laughs> it, it is. It will be able to move. Uh, it's got enough room for movement. Fifteen. And fifteen hits. 
Seven damage. Total, total of seven. It's going to regret swallowing you. Um, and so the, the hammer, just as a way to kind of pat its back to help it throw you up, uh, it slams into its back. It doubles forward, retching, and out comes an acid-covered paladin uh, prone onto the ground. Can I use half my movement speed to stand up? You can. I hope you do so. <laughs> Doesn't he technically also have a second attack with a sword? I uh, actually he does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do. Which, which would have to be still one side, right? Because yeah, he after, like that. Yeah. yeah, he would have had to. So it would well, be with you can attack after you move. <laughs> but this is end of turn throwing up his end of right, turn. So yeah. Right. So it, it's it would be a secondary this... a second attack with disadvantage. Yeah. And the left. Yeah, so it does. The second one, you just couldn't get your wrist turned quite right with the collapsing walls of the of the uh, gullet, so you weren't able to really puncture the the, the flesh. But you know, uh, more that than fifty still, damage in a turn. I that think was that's still pretty 50, good. Yeah, fifty-eight points of damage in a turn. <laughs> so <laughs> that's respectable. Paladin falls out onto the ground in front of this thing. You can see its eyes rolling around. All three of them. I'll, I'll look at it in the face. You really do have to be careful with what you eat. <laughs> and now it's its turn. Um, and since its belly is empty again. Its belly <laughs> Although, is empty Exactly. Again. It gets, but there's no reaction and it can... It right. only gets an action or a bonus action. It is it's going to choose to do its actions. And... It is it's actually currently restrained anyway, so... Yeah, it is it is restrained. Um, so it is going to... Try to snap back and get its its uh, previous lunch back in there. So attacks are with disadvantage. The lowest roll is a 22. <laughs> <laughs> Paladin was there... And then he's gone back in. <laughs> Dang it. I might be down if it takes... What, With a total of 23 piercing damage. Oh my god. <laughs> so, the paladin is back in. It spins its head. Assesses the large snake that has it wrapped up. Uh, and then turns and snaps down on top of the bard. And the YouTube music app altogether. Can it swallow more than one thing? With a 26, snap! The bard, the bard is gone. And wow, it can actually swallow more than one thing? The disturbed feels of a body falling in on top of him. And the bard takes a total of 21 points of piercing damage. Critics called the game innovative. A cinematic classic. And then, the best video <laughs> with its, its eyes centered back. The sequel. Received equally widespread acclaim. Its Over eyes are centered back onto um, the the giant constrictor snake that's holding it. It lashes out with its tentacles, attempting to essentially grapple back, is what it's trying to do, and damage you in the process. Yep. With this event. So, can anybody bring the dead back to life? 19 to hit. Yeah, that'll hit. Okay, so the first one does hit. The second one, ooh, gets a 13. 
Uh, also hits. This also is, hits. Okay. This is a large, large snake. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. So you take 16 from the first one. And... Oh, that's not very good. 16 and 12. So a total of 28 bludgeoning damage to his snake form. Okay. It snaps its tongue up toward the wizard, but is just out of range, and it can't bring the wizard down. And then it goes to Elthinius, who feels acid biting into his flesh, uh, doing a total of 12 points of acid damage. What would Elthinius like to do? So what size is this creature? It is huge. What size is a T-Rex? I believe it's huge. But it's a CR-8. You hear a muffled... Wait, 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 what are you thinking? <laughs> okay, so, I mean, does that mean that they think it can swallow a huge creature? It, it cannot swallow a huge creature. It's, it so what happens if I turn into a huge creature? <laughs> a Stegosaurus is a huge creature. I know. <laughs> and spiky. I like it. God, you're going to make me look this up. Uh, <laughs> I, I Honestly, I would say that it would force it to throw it up. At the end of you, uh, of your turn, it's going to have to throw you up. Like as you're starting when, to when I go with it, because I'm in. Uh, the yeah, I mean, it's, it, according to the text here, it does it, it, anything that if it throws up, it will throw up anything that's in there. Do it! All swallowed creatures. All right, I'm going. I'm going big. <laughs> okay. Um. So. Uh, did he, did he... Hear me start praying. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so, <laughs> you hear, what type of spell is this, bro? Is it conjuration? Mm, or is it transmutation? Probably it's tra very much transmutation. You know, it's transmute, yeah. Okay, no, you're fine. Technically, he did warn him, you gotta watch what you eat. He did, <laughs> he did. <laughs> okay. Um, so, yeah. Uh, man. I don't know that he would have any type of modifier because it's on a willing creature. On a willing yeah, he's casting on himself. He's restrained and he's blinded, but I'm not sure that's really a problem. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he can touch himself. Awkward. <laughs> uh, Trust me, I know how. <laughs> <laughs> Very awkward. <laughs> like, no, don't, don't say that I'm here with him. <laughs> All right. There is a sudden ripping and tearing sound. <laughs> unless you want to do anything before you cast this. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna do a bonus action first. Okay. So I'm gonna bonus action. Um, level, yeah, level three. Uh, healing word uh, on the power. You can't cast healing word and polymorph. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's one right. of them. One of them has to be a cantrip. That's yeah. right. I'm, hey, you guys can revive me. Do it. The guy will probably die when you do it. Let's see what else I got here. I guess cantrip though. You can't. Well, if only it, if it's, if it's, only it's in certain action. situations. Only in certain situations. Sir. 
Yeah, yeah, if it says nah. it's a bonus action, then you can. Nah. Get us out of here before we take acid damage and die. I'm gonna try it. Try it, man! <laughs> try it! <laughs> Disturbed has been this low in a long time. Yeah. Disturbed has to remember he can touch himself, too. I know, right? Yeah, I know. He's got freaking lay on his hands. I don't know why he hasn't Ooh, touched himself. Uh, I gotta start a new recording, one sec. What are this things? I suppose, yeah. Is it up and running yet, bro? Or? Yes. Yep. You're good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Just uh, kick off the poly. All right. So there's a sudden tearing sound. You can see this, this creature's eyes start to widen, and then its gullet begins to swell. A, a, a tail sprouts from its mouth, whipping around the spikes, and you can hear it going, trying to throw it up as quickly as it possibly can before it rips its mouth apart. Um, let me see here. I'm going to have it do a dex check with disadvantage because it's constricted. Oh, that's real bad. Uh, bro, roll me 3d8. Thank you for reminding me. I have lay on hands. I completely forgot. I was going to go for a health potion. How did you ever get past <laughs> So, as you, the creature is trying to hurl up a stegosaurus and a paladin, <laughs> the, the tail, the spiky tail rips its insides as it comes out of it, just because it, it can't do it quick enough because the snake has it coiled around and is, is uh, restricting its movement. And out comes Elithinius. Who now has 76 temporary hit points. Did I come with it? And out comes the paladin with no temporary hit points. <laughs> so the... <laughs> There's a whole lot of large creatures in here. <laughs> Sorry, huge creatures. <laughs> A dripping, acid-covered paladin in a, a wailing around the, the prone, flailing form of a stegosaurus. A snake is wrapped around this massive creature, with tentacles flying every which way. Meanwhile, there's a uh, a wizard flying by, doing strafing runs on the entire area. So it's Tuesday. Yeah, it's Tuesday. For <laughs> Actually, it's Sunday, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, um, so that was your action. You can use part of your movement to stand to your feet if you want to with the Stegosaurus. I'll do that. All right. I screwed up. I added the temporary hit points in, and it hadn't refreshed your actual hit points. I think you were down to 21 current, bro. Yeah, I think so, but I'm not sure. Oh, wait, here. I can, show. I can adjust it. There we go. Adjusted it. There we go. So, um, end of Elthinius's turn, it goes to Storm. So you're squeezing him, <laughs> and you, you, he's lashing you with, with tentacles wrapping around your neck and, and your waist, your whatever it is a waist for, for a snake, yeah. just squeezing you back. We're all one big waist. Yeah, you're grappled, oh. and he's grappled. I'm gonna bring down another lightning bolt, and I'm gonna assume it's gonna hit. It's gonna hit me too because we're essentially sharing the same space. You are, yep. 
but I'm going to bring it down okay. on the back side of it, you know, over here area, so as that it, uh, back by where the hammer is to not hit my friends. All right, now it so, is still restrained, right? So he has... Yep. His, his and so am I. So we were basically, both of us have a disadvantage to this. Yeah. Freaking Godzilla and Mothra over here. <laughs> right? Oh, man, it gets a three. Uh, so it, it is taken... Let me taken... check what the snake's dex is. It's just the same as mine, so... Oh. oh yeah, I fail too. I also get a three. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, kind of makes sense, right? So you see them both just—they're—they're ah, they're lit right up by, from a sudden bolt of lightning that slams into the ground behind them, exploding. We're a them. really poor roll for that. So we both take twelve points of lightning. Well, twelve points of lightning bolt are come down, however much it takes. But I'm going right, to take right. twelve as well. Okay. Pieces of stone are blown into the air. The thing rocks forward with this giant snake coiled around it. They both have each other right in a chokehold. And a uh, is that the end of Storm's turn, or is he nope. want to? Now bite? I'm going to attempt to bite it. All right. Suddenly, massive yeah. fangs bear into the afternoon yep. light of the jungle. With, uh, 15 points. 15 to hit. 15? That hits. Sink the fangs into its upper frame. For a total of 11 points of piercing damage. Weird blue greenish uh, fluid is running out of its wounds, and it's staggering around under the weight of this giant constrictor on him. All right. And it's Storm's turn. That's Storm's turn. It goes back to Flynn. <laughs> Flying around in the air. Okay. Uh, well, I'm gonna... Oh, no. <laughs> what a mess. <laughs> what a mess. <laughs> yeah. <a> mess. <laughs> Freaking Paladin's under there trying not to get stepped on. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, today the part of Tokyo will be played by Disturbed. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to shoot another another mind whip at it, so another All right. DC-16 intelligence save. Is this a thing? Is this a fiend? We don't what know exactly. We don't what know it. yet. It gets a yeah, negative what? one, so it definitely failed that. Nine points of psychic damage. And, uh, Cringing, same. it slumps forward slightly. Same deal again. No reaction, you know, movement action or bonus action. Okay. Only one of them. It's sort of rocked in the head. <laughs> and Flynn is still doing like that, circling and keeping an eye out for anything else. Okay, um, so it, you you slam that that down on onto the the frame of the creature, and you can see it rock underneath the impact. You are you're hearing it strangled, some kind of guttural language that you can understand. It it it's it's saying to me, 
and you are seeing running figures bursting out of the brush line along the side of the ruins. Oh, it's calling something to it? Seems to be. And we're going to go to Disturbed, but before you decide what you want to do, hold on one second. So the Azure Bully works. Is it going to come in and see its god wrestling with two other gods? Pretty much. Yeah, this is a all gods on deck type of situation. Who brought the dino here? Well, I mean, if it if it thinks that if they are seeing it as the god, I don't know. But either way. So running in from all directions, there appears to be some bullywugs coming to help. What would Disturbed like to do as he's standing there severely injured? Give me one second. I'm trying to figure something out real quick. Um... The Slay on Hands, is that an action? It is. As an action, you can touch a creature to restore a number of HP remaining in the pool. Or spend 5 HP to either cure a disease or neutralize a poison. Well, I'm going to stand up first off. Okay. Then, as an action, I'm going to use all 35 points on the Lay on Hands. Gotcha. On yourself, I assume. Yes. So go ahead and reduce your pool and give yourself 35 HP. Storm is detecting ethereal jagged lines of darkness that is tethering this this creature. It seems to the four corners of these this ruins, by the way. Start. I have a Silly question. Yes. If I tried to intimidate this stupid thing, mm -hmm. would it be afraid of me? Um, not. Yeah, I'd have to double check intimidation, see if it would actually give you uh, like a frightened characteristic. It says I uh, influence somebody through threat, policy, accident, physical violence. I mean, if you were to get like severely above its um, its counter roll, then maybe. It's already well, eight. But it's. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that you've already used an action, though. Your action. Can I do intimidation as a bonus action? No. Fine. I'm gonna smack it upside the head with hammer then. Okay. Because it swallowed me twice. <laughs> Right. I'm gonna tell him as much. Thirteen. Thirteen. So it bounces off the rubbery hide, just not quite able to find that purchase. Actually, if you're restrained, do you attacks get advantage against you? Yep. So roll again. Eighteen, 18? does hit. Five damage. All right, so the hammer crushes into the side of it, bounces back, the blast of divin divinity light. Anything else Disturbed's going to do? Uh, 
Those things are restrained, right? Oh yeah, big old giant constraint. So if I move, it. if I move out of its um, AOE, would it get an opportunity attack? It doesn't have a reaction right now. Yeah, it's normally normally it would, but because of what Flynn did to it, right. it can't. I'm getting that biting range. I'll move back later. Or swallowing range. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. Damn thing has a taste or mithril. Okay, so you backed up, you know, a good fifteen feet from it. Now the um Yeah, you probably I don't know if you you might have noticed the bullywoogs coming in at this point, but you're not sure. Um well, when you they had, get here, they get here. You had a big focus, you know? That, that was that thing. I got swallowed twice in a row. I'm, I <laughs> had other things on my mind. Exactly. He's been violated, and this time it wasn't by Althinius. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, end of your turn? Yes, that's my end of my turn. And I just look at the Sega Source like, damn, that worked. So, this, this creature is, it's, uh, it goes to it, and it. And it's it's trying to like stand underneath the full weight of the constrictor. Um, it sees the stegosaurus in front of it. It sees the the, the, the wizard flying above it. And it sees the paladin running away. Shot! And a tongue slaps out toward the running paladin. I need you to make a DC 18 strength check with uh, with disturbed. It's choosing its actions, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Spring check? Yep. DC 18. I say no! So the, the tongue hits you, and it kind of stops you slightly, but you keep leaning forward, and it snaps back off you, the stickiness you can feel still in the, on your back. Enraged, it, it can... Uh, begins... It's assault. Um, let's see here. It attempts to bite the Stegosaurus twice. The first attack is an 11, which I don't think it's the Stegosaurus. What's wow, that's, that's, that's pretty bad. How do you miss the Stegosaurus? <laughs> I mean, it is the strain, so it it's is, hard to have, do. You have yeah. a large constrictor holding you. Uh, I suppose, yeah, that does make it a little tougher. Um, so, yeah. It uh, missed that, because I think the Stegosaurus' AC is... What is it? It's an 11? Uh, let me see. 11 or 12. 13! The natural 13. armor from the, the, the spines uh, along its back. The bony plates there, yeah. That's just right. The second bite. A 16. It is finally able to connect into the large frame of the Stegosaurus. And it does a total of 14 piercing damage to the Stegosaurus and naturally cannot swallow it because it is not a medium or smaller creature. It then resumes its flurry of frantic tentacle hits against the Constrictor. The first one with disadvantage. Oh, I had a natural 20. Uh, but it rolled a 21 with its technically disadvantage. It, technically, it's a straight roll because... Uh, oh, that's right, because you're yeah. also restrained. Yeah, that's true. Yep. Um, so I guess that would be a, nat a natural 20. So that one hits. And then 
the second one, uh, it rolls ew, a 14. Uh, that will also hit. Okay. So I'm going to just roll. Okay, it's 8. 1, 2, 3, 5, 6 of those. Well, you need, need to the, tell me what the crit first one is. Yeah. Because it may knock me out of snake form. That's what I'm doing right now. So it is 29 plus 6, so it would be a 35 points on the first one. Yep, that knocks me out of <laughs> snake form. Is it 35? 35, yep. Uh, and then the second one does... 18 to your actual form. Okay. And you are now wrapped up in its tentacles as a normal normal storm. Yep. And it goes mm, and licks its lips. Cat for what's supper. End of its turn, it goes to Alphinius. I'm going to wind up, swing my tail a couple times in the air, and whack it. Alright. Plus seven to attack. Do I have the seven manually? Yeah. Ah, yeah, yeah. It's a nine. So I don't it, have advantage of anything, right? No, because they restrict the restrain dropped from the constrictor. Yeah. Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. So the the spikes from your tail bounce off its rubbery hide and you rear it back again, uh, readying yourself for your next attack. Anything else you'd like to do? Mm, as a dinosaur, I don't really have a lot of options. Nope, nope. Just try to kill the big thing that's hurting your friends. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I'm kind of gonna do, I guess. And then it goes to storm. Uh. My other extras, I'm trying to see what. Can't remember which ones I've which ones I've put in here. Yep, yep. What dinosaurs have we seen again? You've seen the Stegosaurus, the Tyrannosaurus Rex. Gotcha. So I've not seen an Allosaurus. You have not. Didn't we see a Pterodactyl at some point too? I don't think so. Oh, but I can't remember. Remember the pterodactyls. Doesn't mean it didn't happen, but I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm going to uh, turn back into a giant constrictor snake. All right. Remember me? So the large frame of a coiling constrictor snake fills the space once again. 
and I will once again attempt to wrap around. <laughs> okay. He's holding his tentacles around you, trying to throttle you. Alright, the lowest roll is a 21 to hit. 21 definitely hits. So the large snake coils back in around the frame of of this frog hemoth. Doing a total of nine points of bludgeoning damage. Okay. You feel some of the bones of this creature crack beneath your crushing weight. Alright. That'll do it. Uh, yeah, because I had to use my bonus action to uh, do that. Oh, yeah, also I need to make... How much damage did you... You did 35 or... Wait, I gotta, I gotta check through the concentration check on my... Oh, yeah. Lightning. All right. It was 35 on the one hit and I think like 18 on the next. Uh, it goes away. I lost it okay. on the first one. So that the, the clouds in the over the the battlefield dissipate as the concentration. It was close. It was not quite. And it then goes to these bullywugs that um, have rushed onto the field. They have a slightly better initiative. I mean, when I say slightly, I mean thirteen. I <laughs> mean slightly. <laughs> 20. This first one comes rushing into the scene. He sees the paladin and he readies the spear and chucks it at the at the paladin. Uh, they get a plus three. He gets a 17, so the spear bounces off the paladin. <laughs> armor absorbing the blow. Next one. 5, 10, 15. I would like to look at him like, just give him a blank look like, really? Rushes up, stabbing at the Stegosaurus. Well, he should be able to hit me. With a 13. He Actually, yeah. he did. He did, yeah. Oh, holy crap. So he does 1d6, I think. Uh, what is it? Yeah, 1d6. <laughs> he did two. Two to you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so he blinked a spear off your side. Forgive me a cruel chuckle. This bullywood comes running in and throws his spear with everything he's got at the giant snake. Gonna save his boss. Uninterrupted videos and an app made just for AC of 12. YouTube Premium. One subscription. And he rolls 
Oh, hey, he does hit. Um, that's a 17. Yep. And does a total of uh, a total of two. I uh, know three. Three points of damage to the giant snake. And the last dude. Points for trying, dudes. Well, actually, Gets to here. And then it goes to Flynn. We're seeing all these shapes milling down below him. Well, Yeah, it's tough to be a one-trick pony, but it's working really well. So I'm gonna whip his mind again. Well, that's kind of the kind of the name of the game here, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. So it's another DC 16 intellect check. Okay. So he's gonna go ahead and roll a six. <laughs> roll a six. So he fails again. So that's 13 points of psychic damage. At this point, we know it, the routine otherwise. It crushes it, 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 his mind again. It staggers wobbly this time. All right. That's Flynn. Again, unless something's flying at him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, nope. Uh, goes to Disturbed. Um, feel something bounce off the off your chest of your armor, and you look up and you see a bullywug rushing out of the jungle at you. I'm gonna be. He, well, yeah, he started it. Yeah, I'm gonna attack him. Okay. Right, so the paladin charges forward as the uh, bullywug is grabbing for another spear on his back. Go ahead and make your attacks. That was a natural one. <laughs> so the 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 blade is still a little it's still a little slick for being inside the the frog hebeth twice. Uh, so you, it almost slips out of your your hand and you miss your blow. That's a thirteen. That one you spin and the the frog, the uh, bullywug blocks it on the spear haft. Fine. I'll tell my hammer to hit the other one. The one that's rushed up behind him. Okay. <laughs> it's, it comes running no, up. No, no, the one that the hammer's there. Yeah. And there's a bullywug that's running right. in. Yeah, the one that rushed up behind it without realizing that it was there. Yeah. 
it was focused on the giant snake thrashing around its boss. So the hammer descends, cracking, and nothing hits. Uh, into the ground near the near the near the bullywug. He knows it's there now. It does. It kind of jumps, leaps back, and croaks. All right. Anything more disturbed you'd like to do? Spurt, spurt. <laughs> okay. I'm done. And then he goes to Gully Grub. Okay. No more Mr. Nice Frog. No more Mr. Nice Frog. A tongue flashes out 20 feet. And lands into the back of the paladin's armor. I need a DC... 18 strength check. Seriously? He's really fixated, really fixated on that. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it probably would have tried to swallow Storm if Storm hadn't turned back. Exactly. It's a good point. It's really the only one you can do. It is the get. only medium size, yeah. Mm. I don't like this frog guy. <laughs> What'd you get? Too bad he likes you. Because I'm crunchy. I got seven. So as you're fighting this thing, suddenly your feet are lifted off the ground. Here you go you're, again. You're dragged backwards. The bullywug seizes his moment and tries to attack you with a, a thing of opportunity. And he gets... A th yeah, no, he gets a... Uh, a 16, so he did, he misses you completely. You're, you Ding. crash into the side of the massive frog hemoth, bounce down um, where it's placed you, and you look up to see its jaws snapping down at you one more time. With disadvantage. With disadvantage. So I guess I'd be there. Correct. Yep. Right where I right where I right was trying. Where, yes. Yep. <laughs> The first bite snaps down with a 19. How do you uh, no. How do you block that? Just for for how do you flavor? bleed? I mean, with the shield across his face. <laughs> so you, as it snaps down, you you blister its nose with the shield, stopping its forward snap. The second bite readies. Oh my god. <laughs> With a 12, you sidestep the, the bite, and you can see a look of desperation in its eyes at this point. I say, no, damn it, I'm not food. <laughs> and yeah, the snake is actively trying to keep it from being able to do that. And suddenly, tentacles uh, from the frog hemoth are slashing down toward the paladin. The first oh, one. Oh my god, 14. The paladin's doing all this dancing. Snap, bang, the tentacles are rolling all around it. It's like, get us Last tentacle. Me and the bard have been dancing. I've been teaching him some moves. 16. Holy love it. Well, you better be thanking this big constrictor because it saved your bacon big time here. It is not able to connect. And. It is going to use a legendary action. I'll see. I'll see if I can get some tuna for later. Ooh, Wait, legendary, legendary action? 
its its frame shakes. It looks up toward the sky. The clouds there suddenly there's clouds. FYI, starting <laughs> to appear. Darkness swells into the area, and you can hear the ragged whispers of of a thousand voices whispering, just filling the air. Uh, something. Anybody? I think actually maybe disturbed might understand this. Infernal. Common or infernal? Uh, no, it would be abyssal. Does anybody speak abyssal? Nope. Nope. Okay. Although, technically, eh, Flynn technically. can understand it. Well, oh yeah. Do you have to maintain concentration on that? Or does it stay? He's never been hit anyway. Okay. Well, you, you do understand it. And it's speaking as pledged given as promised nothing will stand in your way and suddenly all the bullywugs died okay. died the ones of four that were here correct life they serve you and in death they serve you more the whispers chant and you can f see the frame of this this creature start to shake and look bigger okay and then it goes to Althinius the stegosaurus I'm going to try to smack it with my tail. Okay, and you have advantage because there's a giant constrictor holding that thing in place for now. Hey, hey, hey. Sitter, sitter, sitter. So 16 plus 7, 23. I'm going to roll another one just in case it's a natural 20. Yep, yep, might as well. Nope, 23 is my highest. So the Stegosaurus rears the tail up and then slaps it down, the spikes of the tail puncturing into the flesh of the frog demon. For a total of... 21 20. plus 5, 26. Oof. green-blue fluid sprays into the air, and it jerks it back out. They've, the frame of the creature shifts and shakes, and it, it, you can see it snarling something guttural under its breath. Um, and Flynn understands it to be, I need more. Anything else Elthinius would like to do? Well, I'm a dinosaur. Yeah, you're doing your thing. Yeah, so I'll bounce happily on a couple of my feet, you know, back and forth a little bit, looking all excited, and then that's the end of my turn. All right. <laughs> it, will, it will go to Storm, the giant constrictor. Quick question. How tall is uh, Noah's head? Or Owen's head? Uh, a stegosaurus. One moment, please. Uh, he's probably around 10-ish, 11-ish feet tall. Okay, thank you. I am going to attempt to bite it. 
by the way, a concentration check is a constitution saving throw where the DC is equal to 10 or half the damage you take, whichever is greater. Yep. Okay, I have yeah. to look that up. Because I forget it every time. Uh, that's okay. going to be a nine to hit with the bite. Ew. So the fangs snap just short as the large creature below him kind of shifts and sidesteps, forcing uh, the snake's head to bob. Well, I'm just going to keep doing my thing of trying to keep it restrained. <laughs> so he's just trying to hold him tight. Yep. And it goes to Flynn. Who begins Flynn. to see more things running through the trees. Yeah. What I was afraid of. Uh, Lynn is going to fly down and land on the top of this wall thing here. Okay. Drop concentration on fly. Bowser. And Polymorph disturbed into a Stegosaurus. Oh, God. <laughs> are, no. you, are you willing? No, I'm not. I have a plan. <laughs> okay, well, then you'll need to make a... Uh, I think it's a wisdom <laughs> saving throw here. Cause one second. DC, yeah, DC 16 wisdom yeah, DC, saving throw. DC 16 wisdom saving throw. <laughs> What'd you get? What'd you get? <laughs> it hasn't come through before. Hey. Wisdom isn't his thing. Boom! And here's another Stegosaurus. As you can hear, a kind of a scream. No! <laughs> and it turns it from a no into a, a bellow. Rawr, rawr, rawr. Now I look real excited. I was gonna turn the lights off on him. Dark. Yeah, but we can't see either. No, no, darkness, seven foot tall, 60 foot round, none of his little helpers be able to find him. And neither can we. <laughs> right. You guys' head are both above the darkness. Yeah, we're going to target something in the darkness. Well, how tall is the damn thing we're killing? He's huge. He's. You'll be able to see him. He's, he's halfway in the darkness. He's roughly 11 feet. Which he can see us, too. Actually, he's looking a little bigger right now, but... Yeah, about yeah, he's getting bigger. So the whole idea was the damn you kill the you kill the bullet frogs. <laughs> okay. Actually, so, we can't communicate. You and I, you and well, you and I are kind of dumb at the moment. No, no, you just chewing your cud and get. We're ready pretty to we're pretty excited to see each other, but that's about now it. The, now the frog hemoth, on the other hand, his eyes bug out at the sight of another stegosaurus that suddenly <laughs> appeared. He's like, "What the frick?" All I'm right. Lying. Who are these guys? <laughs> that is Blinstern. Um, all right, we now go to Stegosaurus Disturbed. <laughs> Stegosaurus Disturbed. The, the, the Disturbed. The Disturbed Stegosaurus. Yeah, the Disturbed. You, 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 you feel irritated. You're not sure why, and it must be this big thing in front of you. Well, that's true. It retains his personality. Uh, he's, uh, he's a I, grumpy Stegosaurus. Mm -hmm. I have no idea the attacks on these things. So you, you uh, have one. You have uh, swing one. your tail. It's a tail it's, spike. Um, it's a plus seventy roll, and it does a crap ton of damage. Let's put it this way: you can't not fail Stegosaurus school like Paladin so, school. Okay. Now, you have an advantage on the attack. 
Yeah, you just roll advantage. Just roll 1d20 with advantage, and we'll add plus 7. So you can start thumping those guys, or you can start keep thumping this guy and take his hit points down. <coughs> Up to you. Uh, <laughs> 8 and a 13. So, 21. Tw yeah, 21. Well, that was... I rolled two 20s. Right. Uh, right, so you've got an advantage. You, you rolled a... 13 uh, plus an eight, 7 20. would be 20. So, yeah. 20. Why does this show us... Oh, we added them together. Okay, yeah, never mind. Yeah, you yeah. can't You can't advantage just a single die. Yeah, roll, yeah, so, I yeah. understood. Okay, so, yeah, you definitely hit him. The spikes come down on top of him and slam in, right into his neck area. So, go ahead and roll... 6d6 and we'll add 5 that's a lot of okay so 20 damage 20 points of piercing damage massive amounts of this fluid are running out of the neck area now spilling into the, the jungle, jungle do, floor do I get a bonus action uh, we get nothing. Nothing. I, as a bonus action, you I just want to stomp my feet real angrily and throw <laughs> a freaking. That's the other question. Does he technically still have control of the spiritual weapon? It's not a concentration mm, spell. Yeah. Uh, I don't think he would really be aware. Yeah. I, I think it, yeah. The just, hammer's gone away by now. Anyway. Or it's just sitting there. No, it hasn't gone away, but it's not concentration either. So. It's just yeah. sitting there waiting it's for his next there. command. It's just floating there. And my pea brain doesn't. <laughs> so you're yeah, throwing, you're throwing a fit, but you're you're awful yeah. excited that you were able to hit this big massive thing that's hurting your friends. It's it's attacking your Stegosaurus snake herd. What uh, I really did <laughs> is give you seventy six hit points. Right? Yeah, what I really did. <laughs> and right. you cannot be swallowed again. Sure. All right, it goes to Ugali Grub, who's going to use his last legendary action. And you hear those sudden surge of of abyssal whispers again. In life, they serve you. In death, they serve you more. And all of the uh, bullywugs drop dead. And its size swells even more so again. The the snake can kind of feel its 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 size expanding against his constriction. Does it go with grapple? I think you can grapple one size higher. You're still you're still within the huge size, but if it goes probably one more time, um, gotcha. it would be outside of that. Fair enough. So it um, its eyes split in three different directions, <laughs> looking at the giant snake, those two stegosauruses that are in front of it, and what is it gonna do? notes the little figure floating in the other direction but it can't get to him because of all the things and it's restrained so its speed is zero all the bullywigs are dead so it's gonna bite the snake that's holding it everything he's got he's going against the snake fair enough he is not happy it'll be and it'll be straight rolls because yep. well actually it uh -oh. hasn't re restrained no, you, yeah no you've, you've got you get advantage on it. Yeah. yeah, it it tried to do all of its tentacle attacks against. Right. Yeah. So uh, it would still be, it would still be with disadvantage. Yeah. 
So it is going to go ahead and make its first first bite attack. The first attack is scared of me. A twelve, and it fails. No, twelve hits. Oh, 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 did okay, gotcha. So it does bite you on the first one. We'll just do it on the second. Yep. The second bite. Fifteen also hits you. Yep. The tentacles. A twenty also hits you. And the second tentacle. A fourteen, which I believe also hits you. Yep. So for the total damage, we have nineteen plus. Well, give it to me a thing like that, because again, it may knock me out. Okay, so, so what's the first one? That was a really good one. Um, first one was nineteen. Second was twenty-eight. That was the two bites. You still in form? Nope, I'm I'm in uh, storm now. Okay, and now... wait, no, no, I am still in form. Sorry. Okay. Oh, I'm still here. And now comes the first tentacle. First tentacle does eh, not much. Fourteen. Okay, now I'm not. That knocked me out. So the restriction has moved off of him. Tentacles are wrapping around the small form of the storm, and the second tentacle strike. Does 16. Okay. And with Storm in tow, this thing goes here. Prompting attacks of opportunity from both the Stegosaurus, well, one of the Stegosaurus, Elthinius. Sixteen. Sixteen hits. So you rake the spikes into him as he's as he's trying to move out of your area. Twenty plus five, twenty-five points of damage. Oof. That's a chunk of damage into him with those. All right. So blood is flowing out of him with that ooze, and then he gets within twenty feet of the of the wizard. All three eyes snap directly to the small frame, and a tongue goes and sticks into Flynn. Flynn needs to make a, a DC 18 strength saving throw. <laughs> oh, this will be good. Uh, wait, you're right there. 5, 10. Ah, you're just a little bit out of the range of the Stegosaurus. We got an 18. Negative 1. Oh, no. Oh, no. So, um, you're yanked off the, off the wall. You're flying through the air, bouncing against the side of the creature. And you fall right in front of him. Does it? Yep. It doesn't get an automatic chance to try to swallow him, though, does nope. it? It has to have it's a already used, attack. Yeah, it's already used all its sweat attacks. There we go. And that is the end of Galagorub's turn, and it goes to Elthinius. 
I'll bound on over. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> what? Why? Winding up my tail as I go. All right. Which way would you like to go, bro? Would you go this, down this left side here, down the right? Uh, okay. Where am I? You're the top Which? Stegosaurus. Bro. I am the top Stego. All right. Top darn, darn cute number, right? All right. How do I count the squares as far so, as? So basically, off the front of your your circle. Yeah. So you count the squares as you move through them that way. How many? How many movements? Uh, a stego has have? forty feet. You you can definitely get there. Oh, you're going over there. These bullywugs, remember, are not here anymore. Sorry. Yeah. They they've all been. Actually, I think I can just charge across. Is this a wall or something that's in the that way? Is, it is a wall. You could. Yeah, but he's huge. I can still hit him, can I? Who? The bully. Oh, that's a bullywug. Yeah, the yeah. Flip? Where am I going? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, dig, 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 dig. All right. Yeah. Okay. There you go. So you come racing down behind the the, the frog hemoth <sighs> god. I'm gonna wind up a few times and see if I can whack it. Stego, roar and slam. Uh, fifteen. Fifteen. Mm-hmm. That hits exactly. Uh, well, not exactly. One over. Ooh, that was a good one. Thirty-three points of damage. The tail comes down with the spikes inverted, slamming into the upper skull of, of this creature as Storm is dangling in the tentacles, bleeding profusely out of his out of his mouth, his ears, and suddenly the creature's frame goes rigid as the spikes end into its brain have ended its its existence. The sounds and then, of the jungle and, store and And then stop and get a bite to eat off this tree. Meanwhile <clears throat> This the grumpy stego is just flailing over and over with his tail into this thing's body. <laughs> it tried to swallow me. Actually it did swallow me twice. So yeah. After a quick look around, uh it Flynn does not detect any other uh, immediate threats. He will drop his concentration and Disturb will return to Disturb. Not me! <laughs> nope. I'm still wailing on it. Ten to end it at any point. However, you don't have to. Oh, I can end it? Am yes, I smart enough to end it? <laughs> like, that's, that's entirely how you want to play it. Like I said, yeah. as the as the controller of the spell... You can end the spell. You have the control to end the spell at any time like that. If you want to RP, that it's just not occurring to you to do it. You can also <laughs> do that if you want. To. You could make him make yourself do like an intellect check to figure yeah, out. Exactly. Yeah, let's do that because I feel like a stego is not too bright. Mm -mm. Like I said, uh, you always you always have control of your own spell. However, yeah. as I make it a four int, bro. Uh, negative four at roll one d twenty and add negative or <laughs> remove four. Oh wow! Uh, what's worse, a T Rex or a Stego? Um, by, by the numbers, the T Rex. T -Rex. But five. I walk over. <laughs> I walk over to 
Flynn and just calmly kneel down and say, if you're going to make me turn into something, next time make it a meat eater. He can't. He, he hasn't can't. seen yeah. one. Well, he's seen it. Oh, I've seen one. I, just, I can't do it. The Rex is a, yeah, Rex is a CR8. Yeah. So the, <laughs> the you uh, with a five pro, most yeah. likely you're you're just like interested in plants now and sniffing corpses and yeah, around know, the area. I'm know. a little bit hungry now. You know you shouldn't get away too far away from your friends, but well, no, I defended the herd, so now yep. it's time to go back to eating. Yeah. Yep. Let's check the camp, see what we can find. So there is still this unusual latent magical energies coursing through the area they appear to have been ignited severely by the this battle and the existence of ugeli there um anything around here that looks like an altar um there is peculiar totems set up in the back of the ruins that look awful familiar you mean like the ones we've been seeing has been going along correct like the ones you were seeing when Disturbed was was on his Paladin Paladin quest there, um, and you guys destroyed one. And you remember a, a face? Oh, that's right. Yeah, peering back at you. That's right. Same exact totems have been built and and apparently used in this area recently. Well, I'm going to start looking around and see if we can find a disciple of Sardor or pages that look like they've been ripped out of a book that have uh, rituals on them and stuff like that. I'm going to help him. <laughs> this Dago's just followed you around. doesn't want the herd to get too far. Uh, go ahead and do an investigation uh-huh. check for me. Storm is going to uh, take a short rest. <laughs> Good call. Yeah, let's get a little nervous well, there. While uh, this is going on. Yeah, no, that was close. That was close. Um, I think, actually, I, and I actually think, I know it's not enough to knock him out, but I think he is, thinking back, I think he's actually supposed to be about three more three points lower than he is. Than he is, yeah. <laughs> I think three points and one of them rolled over. But that's still not unconscious. Yeah, that's right. All right, so yeah, so Flynn is going to, again, focusing on, Initially on on corpses and stuff like that. So with the Bullywugs, it's it's just mostly hide and armor. Yeah. But amongst the other individuals here, you find uh, you find what appears to be five pieces of jasper on one certain individual's corpse. A uh, dragon dragonborn with fine robes, scattered papers around him, um, and that jasper tucked away in a pouch on his on his belt. Uh, there are some locked chests here that have been placed in some of the rent tents. So you said he's he's a little bit finer dressed mm-hmm. maybe than the others. He had the jasper. Uh, is there any kind of like markings on him or like I said, does he have paper? Like I'm looking to see if the, the paper, the, the ritual papers that were ripped out of the book are around. I'm trying to figure out if these guys are the ones that did the ritual and got caught in the thing or whether they were just 
point. Really unlucky in campsites. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, they, roll, they rolled at least a three or a four in survival. Or a four in survival, yeah. Uh, I'm going to drag all the lock chests over to the table. Okay. I'll help him. Okay. So I'm going to help him. You're, that you're way, hauling that over. Think, that way Althaeus can lock pick him. So um, around him are, are papers of various local histories. Um Specifically, as far as anything that contains rituals, you're not finding. Um, there is some type of small little altar built on the fire in the center of camp, and there are definitely things that have been burned there. Gotcha. I don't like the altars. I'm going to sweep my tail through them. Ooh, okay. Uh, the, the altar is scattered underneath a sweeping blow from the Stegosaurus, and the, what about the totems, bro? I don't like those either. Oh, boy. All right. Make a constitution saving throw. And Storm is taking a, a short rest on the other side of the camp. <laughs> okay. Uh, plus three to your con, bro. I'll join them. Thirteen. So you, you hit the first one. It shatters. There's a, a, a blast of darkness that washes up into the sky See, scattering the local like local birds um you feel an odd sickly feeling to yourself but um overall you you don't appear to have taken any um damage to your your physical frame and destroy all that okay i'm gonna do uh two hit dice on uh my short rest within okay um go ahead and give me another con save for the second totem Uh, 19. Okay, so you sweep through that one. There is a similar blast, but you don't feel that sensation. As you destroy the last one, your Stegosaurus mind contemplates some kind of image. It was making, like, weird motions towards you. Uh, maybe it was talking. You don't flip it. <laughs> <laughs> and you turn around to go back to eating. <laughs> I feel better now. It was disturbing my appetite. Mm-hmm. All right. The time to make another intellectual. Ah, uh, yeah. It only lasts an hour anyway, but. Oh, there we go. So technically, right. by the end of our sh disturbed mind short rest, it would yeah, have fallen off anyway. Okay, off good. Anyway. All right. I'll be back to normal then with a mouthful of leaves. You're like, pow. Not as flavorful as the last location. So, well, no. Assassin, uh, assassin plants are rare delicacies. Disturbed, it's got a... It um, appears to be a... Several chests dragged over there. You're, you're, you're suddenly coming to the realization of what's going on. Ooh, money. Are they locked? They are. Okay. Then I will... Uh, Inspect them for traps and then attempt to, to open them. Okay. Um, go ahead and give me a uh, was it investigation check? I believe it is. Um, yeah. No. To pick the lock. No, no traps that you can really see. Oh, gotcha. Um, uh, in the external sense or arcane. 
So we need to uh, do a, a lockpick and check. Sleight of hand is what that usually comes up. Natural 20. <laughs> 27. So the first one clicks open. And you kind of recoil from the sight slightly. The chest is full of hearts. Oh, like heart hearts? Literal hearts. You don't know what from. Don't know from creatures, humanoids, no idea. They're about the same size as a humanoid or, you know, pig. That doesn't, that doesn't seem okay. I'll dump them all out. Make sure there's not something good in there. Uh, so you dump it out, and in the bottom there is an unusual-looking dagger covered in, in the, the blood of, that have, have come off the hearts. Pass it to Flynn so he can identify it and make sure it's not going to kill us all. Okay. Move on to the next chest. All right. Do I need to inspect each one of them, or did I inspect uh, them no, all? that 18 covered both. Okay. So I'll just unlock them. All right. Give me a check on that one. Nah, I only rolled an 11 on. Yeah, that one's being a little more different. That's a little more difficult. That's rude. Check in. 15. This time the, the, the lock did click open after, you know, another hour or so of tinkering around with it. And you open it up and immediately you're, you're seeing um, several bottles. Um, there is several different sacks with different names on them. Um, within the chest, uh, as well as some, what looks to be several texts. Um, like quick, an alchemy uh, kit or something? It's a, a quick assessment, and it looks like um, actual individuals' names on, on that have been written on the sacks. And then there's also um, the... Individuals' names? Yeah, people's names. Ooh. I'm going to carefully open one of the sacks and look in there. Platinum gold pieces. There's a lot. Love oh, wow. in these. So, so the question is, was this taken from somebody like, or was this payment for somebody? <laughs> Elthenius closes the bags like, damn it, more hearts. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shucks, guys. Don't want to see it here. Mm -mm. <laughs> then I'll just chuckle and show them what. So the texts are more of like a histories of the local area. Um, it does give a little more information on the oasis. Nothing major that you don't already know. Um, there are three bottles of um, healing potions. And if I remember right, uh, they are greater healing potions. Three mm. of them. Nice. So I'll let you... How many chests were there? Two. Just two. Okay, good. Yep. Uh, did you? Well, I already have one great healing potion in my inventory. If you guys want the other ones, probably should have drank that earlier. <laughs> Don't know probably. if you would have got as much as the laying on hands or not. I think it's forty-four plus. He didn't even remember he had the laying on hands. Well, uh, there was that. I was in a panic. I was. Hey, Dis you knew what it was like. Disturb the forgetful paladin. <laughs> I was being digested, thank you. He was being digested, yeah. Well, then you should have just turned into a dinosaur and then get you, out. Uh, he liked the way you tasted, Rich. 
Must have liked spicy food because first time he swallowed him, he didn't like it. <laughs> yeah, really? There it is. Taco Tuesday. Yeah, um, but the visual on that was epic. It, it was. Uh, that was a lot of damage in one round. You're like, let me out of here. Frame shooting out of his nose. Uh, two things. One, if Althinius actually shows us them, do we recognize any of the names? Um, let's do this. It's it's five thirty. Yeah. So I would say if you guys are good with it, we we pause it here. Yeah, yeah I, I gotta definitely. eat supper anyway. So. Me too. And then we'll get. But like, it's been next... a, But it's been lots of fun. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, we'll reconvene. I was wondering if fun. you guys were gonna go down in here or not, but um, it made me a little nervous because that thing, even before he's a little juiced up from being Ugeli, um, it's CR ten. So. Yeah, he's a little cranky. We got a couple of good bounces in on him pretty early. Yeah, you did. You did. Actually, I think I did more damage yeah. to him inside. The reason I turned you into a Stegosaurus is so you would not go inside, inside again. Inside him again. He wouldn't. He couldn't swallow you as a large. Well, I was thinking if I casted darkness at like a seven foot level, it would have been an interesting would, thing. You would, wouldn't have been able to see me. Yeah, but it fills a it fills a cube. It's a it's an interesting it would have been an interesting theory. We could have we would have had to figure out how it worked. But. Yeah, we'd have to look at that. Well I, I was thinking a cube of seven feet tall, sixty foot wide, that way all his followers that are coming to help couldn't help him. Well I didn't know they were gonna be they, 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 yeah. the water. He yeah he didn't even need to see them. <laughs> Alright, so right. I marked I marked down and of course we have recorded but I marked down that there's five pieces of jasper on a finely dressed dragonborn. Okay. And that there were the two chests. The one chest had a dagger and a strange dagger and a bunch of hearts. And the other chest had more local history papers, three greater healing potions, and an unnamed, undisclosed number of bags of platinum with names on them. Because Athenius okay. hasn't actually told us that yet. Perfect. Well, he did I show you. He, he said he I showed did. you guys. Oh yeah, gotcha. So gotcha. I do have it. I do have it marked anyway. So okay, and we have this record too. But that's so for the next starting of the next one. So let me tally up some XP because you had some XP coming from last session and then as well as this session. And let's see where you land. But for the sakes of the. The recording. I will go ahead and stop it here. Can't believe you tried swallowing me. Actually, I can't believe you swallowed me twice. 